All right, we got a good one tonight on Top 5. We're listing our top five things we miss the most about our old neighborhood. Ernie's not one of them. Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Paul? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top Five. I'm your host, Joey Casada. And I'm the mayor of the block. Fifth block in the history of blocks. <laughs> and of course, the returning monster, the doctor. Somebody Mr. Tom What's up, Doc? I don't think I've ever said that before. What's up, Doc? How did we <laughs> ever miss that? What's up, Doc? Right? I've let's, never done let's, that before. Let's miss it now on going forward. Have a time. And returning by popular demand, we got straight from Madison Place, straight from the block. We got Big Head Billy, baby. Big Head Billy. That's right. Thank you. On behalf of everybody, thank you for having me back. It's been a while. And um glad my head still fits in the screen. It's, it's getting a little... Uh, I need yeah. to exercise a little bit. You can't do exercises for your head to make your head shrink. Maybe you go to like the Amazon. And, and if I went there, they'll come back with a normal size head. You got to get like Beetlejuice to like sprinkle that stuff on your head, right? Just a little, just a little. I don't want to go that small. So you can stick your head in a pressure cooker. Yeah. Deep fryer. We could stick his head in a deep fryer. Uh, it's, it's like my head is immense. And all I do at work is go on these Zoom team calls. I just stare at myself and go, I, I, they asked me a question. I'm just staring at my head. <laughs> I don't even answer. I'm like, God damn my head. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the Ray Young story when you went to get a helmet? Oh, so uh, my helmet broke. We playing ice uh, roller hockey, and I need a new helmet. And uh, my cousin drove by the sporting goods store. Says you got to do me a favor, get me a helmet on the way home. He gets to the store. He goes, What size head are you? He goes, I don't know. Just get me in the Messier helmet. So he walks in and then guy goes, I need a helmet. And he goes, what's the guy goes, what size? He goes, I don't know. It's for my cousin, but his head's the size of a Martian. <laughs> <laughs> All I picture is that what's his name? The, the great Gazoo. What's his name? Yeah. The great Gazoo. Yeah. And that's what he, that's what he called me. <laughs> yeah. The guy looked at gazoo. him, Martian, gazoo, he goes, yeah. whatever the Gazoo, the Gazoo, you know, the Gazoo, the guy. <laughs> And the helmet fit. Messier's head must be huge because that's the only like helmet. I, I bought another one, and after the game, I realized I had screw indents in my forehead. <laughs> the helmet was too tight. <laughs> oh lord! He's cutting the blood circulation. He's playing. Yeah, I was like, like, going. Yeah, yeah, goddamn! I was wondering why those shots were going so wide. <laughs> How's everyone doing? We've been we've been away for a couple weeks. We haven't seen each other. I did a kiss episode last week with a couple uh, kiss geeks that I know. Uh, I, I I asked Ernie to come on, but he he wanted no part of it. The doctor I couldn't invite because obviously he would have bad mouth kissed the whole time. Uh, but it was a fun episode. 
Uh, what did we do two weeks ago before that? We is that the episode we have on Uncle Steve, our contest winner? Yes, I believe so. That was a great time. Since then, we have our our other contest up and running. We do have a couple submissions. I have to go look at the timestamps to see who won. But our our contest bill, we had another contest uh, to come on to be a guest star of the show. The contest was you got to wear a top five shirt and you got to answer this question. You can answer it now because the winners already answered the question. So ready for this trivia question? And I'm when, terrible at anything. When Ernie slapped down money on the bar and ordered 100 beers, what bar was that at? Now, it could I could have gotten the bar wrong because I probably wrote it wrong in my book, but what's <clears> the real bar and or what's the bar that I wrote I wrote in my book? Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. You win, Billy. All right, whatever win. <laughs> no, we had we had we You're had a, a nice handful oh, of submissions. <laughs> You're runner up. <laughs> You're on. You're on the podcast. There right, you go. I won. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Before we this this is going to be a funny topic. That's why I wanted Billy on. Uh, we all we, we all grew up in the same neighborhood. We grew up in Marine Park, Brooklyn. Uh, we're list we're going to be listing our top five things we miss the most about our old neighborhood. Now, that doesn't mean that we miss them necessarily, but they just could be gone now or we miss doing them, whatever it is. We'll we'll go into more detail about what it is uh, in a few minutes. But before that, we got to play the infamous, the world-renowned, Dr. What are you drinking tonight? I'm glad you asked that, Joey. I just so happened... Uh-oh. Ooh, whoa. I don't know this. How is it? Very good. <laughs> well, I'm going to say very, very good. Is, is there any drink that you haven't met that wasn't very good? Billy, you missed it a couple weeks ago. He's drinking something. It, it, it looked white. I'm, so I, we, we did the, the infamous game, Dr. What are you drinking tonight? So he's like, oh, I'm, I'm drinking Tito's. And some kind of like pineapple mix. And I'm like, let me see the pineapple mix. So he holds it up to the screen. It's a protein milk. It's not pineapple milk. Vanilla. Vanilla, Vanilla protein milk with, with Tito's <laughs> vodka. You were close. <laughs> I would like to see some Vita Vita Vegemin uh, commercials for Jameson Orange as we go along, Doctor. <laughs> Let's not get that, that far. You want to Please. get rid of your mother-in-law? Well, so do I. That's why I went straight to the orange. <laughs> is, there, is there any flavors that, have you know, they haven't touched yet? You're going to see Jameson's watermelon? <laughs> Let's go. Well, Dude, this was a surprise. Yeah, I've like never had surprise. flavored whiskey with, like, you know, like the vodka flavors. I've never had orange whiskey. Do you yeah, really taste the Jameson's- Jameson's lately has have been uh, going out on a limb. They remember that the cold brew, the coffee flavored. Oh yeah, that's they did right. That. Yeah, they did that. They came out with this. So Do you they, really taste the orange in it? Is it is it significant? Yeah, but it's not sweet. It's just the orange. That's the good thing about it. It's not like uh, right. You know the honey when we used to drink the honey. It was like so much fucking sugar. You know what and I mean? And well, it so, also brings the proof nice. down a little bit because it's got to be sweet. Is that still eighty proof or is it? Yeah. Is it is it down? I bet you it's 70. It's 60. Oh, 60 proof? It's only 30% alcohol? Right. Only 30. 
Oh. <laughs> that only 30% alcohol. That means 30% more for me. <laughs> Tom, you, you live up in the hills. You, you haven't like tried to make your own moonshine yet. <laughs> you haven't gotten uh, a still and go out in those acres listen, that you own. Billy, Billy, people in Prospect Park live in the hills. I live in the mountains. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you guys ever see Ozark? Yes. Yes. I pictured Snyder. That's how I picture Snyder living. At, that's where I picture him. I picture him out like in the Ozarks, just living, you know, going, pulling over to some guy's trailer, drinking on the side of the road with them, moonshine, falling asleep on the on the couch outside and just, and then wandering <laughs> home. Hey, when you say the couch outside, it's literally outside on the lawn. Literally outside of lawn, yes. I, yeah. I got <laughs> to tell you the place to go. Outside. We went down to visit Leanne's cousin. He's got a place in Florida. And um, everybody's got a golf cart, right? And they just all show up at people's houses with with, uh, with coolers, right? They, they drive around their golf carts and they pull up. So he goes, a couple of my friends are coming over. Next thing you know, it's like a full-on party. You know, uh, <laughs> coolers everywhere. And everybody's like in there, like like sixty. Like it's just so funny. It's nothing changes. I swear to God, Listen, nothing I, changes. I say a hundred percent. That's that should be our goal. Once we once we're in our sixties, we move to Florida. We get golf carts. We live near each other, and we just meet up and drink, have coolers, and we just <laughs> drive back and forth. I, I can so see Snyder funny. in the gorilla suit wrestling an alligator in the middle of Florida. There's a lot of alligators. Well, you know what? I don't think we've ever told the gorilla sh- stories, have we? No, I don't, don't know what you're talking about, Joe. I don't even know if I know. I don't even know if I, I know the origin. Ernie, do you, what's the origin of the gorilla? I don't even think I know. It had to do with Tommy getting drunk. Well, I mean, that's the origin of every story, right? Uh, so I, somebody got a, a Tommy got a hold of a monkey costume. <laughs> No, 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 but the, even I before mean, the costume, right? Yeah, yeah. The great the that was the that was like the pinnacle. It was Christian Palmieri's birthday, <laughs> and he wanted Tommy dressed up like a gorilla for his birthday. That was one of the things. <laughs> well, like he like he <laughs> doesn't every he boy. Always, he, let me cross, let me cross this off my list. He he always talked <laughs> about it. gorilla suits and bars. <laughs> they don't let you do that anymore. They don't make the gorilla suits the way they used to. Do you remember? No. Like I think I think we were at at um, Ray Young's Ronald. house. Ronald, yeah, right, yeah. Or, Ronald had rented it, and he got this giant head. You know, like like a King Kong, but the helmet was huge. And I had to wear a hockey <laughs> helmet. When yeah, they were talking right. about this underneath the helmet. So it wouldn't spin. Oh my God. It was a real cheap looking helmet. So Bill, go ahead. Again, you were watching. But, but that's bef- that's after the fact. You've been yeah, doing the gorilla for years. How did you start yeah. doing the monkey, the gorilla, or whatever the hell you want to call it? I'll have to sleep on that one. I don't I, I don't think anybody knows. But at least tell the story. The so Billy, what would Billy or Ernie, what would happen? So we'd have a couple well, of drinks, we'd well, be out, and what would what would happen? We'd see Tommy, in the middle Tommy, of Flapper Shaving you or something, a gorilla. Tommy, does an absolute great girl, right? So just going back to this event, <laughs> he comes out, right? It was it was just so funny. It felt like we were going on tour. Tommy's in the car, like he's in the back seat. He's got his gorilla, the gorilla head in his head. Giant helmet. The giant helmet. We pull up in front of Vic's moonbeam. He throws the helmet on. He runs in. Everybody's going crazy. And oh, I, think I ran to Flatbush in the traffic and everything stopped. That traffic, was when you came back out after your triumphant oh. return. He goes running down. Flatbush Avenue. 
and and he's doing it. Cars are freaking out because <laughs> when you say doing it, Billy, he won't do it yet. Show me what he does. He has like a he does it. He literally he could go to the Bronx Zoo, and if you put him in the in a, in a gorilla outfit, <laughs> and threw him in the cage, you'd have a hard time telling. Like he but picks he, bugs you know, out of your hair. No, he picked he grew over to your hair and he'd stuck going through your hair and pick a bug out like that. People, people, I think over the years it turned into a gorilla, but I think it, it resembles more of an orangutan. Well, Tom, we went away on the camping trip and you were in the gorilla outfit. I had pictures of that. Right. Yeah. yeah I ran in the bar time. to surprise Christian. It was moonbeams. And I ran in there, 100 miles an hour, jumped up on the bar, fucking looked great. Stood up on the bar, the helmet spun, and I went off the other side of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see shit. Oh god! The helmet How... spun oh. right over, and then I hopped back up on the bar, and everyone went crazy. So, him uh, running down Flatbush Avenue, I swear, it looked like a, it looked like something out of Kong. If he could have just hit a car and knocked it to the side, <laughs> it would have been. <laughs> I was gonna climb King. I was gonna try. I was gonna uh, climb King's Plaza for effect, but. <laughs> Oh, hold on a second. That we've been looking for uh, the shirt for you. That's the shirt. You as a gorilla on King's Plaza like King Kong. Oh my God. That's the fucking shirt right there. Nice. All right. I'll start the designs tomorrow. But that's if I have one regret in my musical career, it's Playground never officially got on a tour bus and fucking did like a two month tour. Can you imagine the fun we would have had? Ernie? Oh, it would have been, been over. I think it would have yeah. been over. <laughs> it would have well, lasted. Our, our lives or the band? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Brandon would have quit. <laughs> it would have lasted two days. <laughs> we would have left a veto at a truck stop somewhere. <laughs> Forget it. You would have tied him, to, tied him to the diving board in some poor hotel like you did in Pennsylvania. He'd be, he'd be on the luggage rack on top. <laughs> that was, I, I'm, I'll never forget that. That's like one memory. I forget everything now, but that one I'll remember. <laughs> Go running down Flatbush Avenue. Oh, and it was always like, everybody was like, holy shit, he's running down Flatbush Avenue. Like, it's, it's nighttime. He's wearing a black gorilla outfit. And like, you know, like you think cars see you, but they can't see you. <laughs> Well, I, but again, it never ends. I remember, you know, we used to go out for a holiday dinner every year. Me, Snyder, Babbles, Steve sometimes. And one we one time we went after Christmas. And it might have even been like after New Year. So all the dead Christmas trees were in everyone's garbage in the city. So they were all laying all over the street. After we get out of dinner and drinks, of course, He's literally chasing us down Canal Street, launching Christmas trees at us in the middle of Ca Canal Street in the city. Am I wrong? No I comment. Well, I, I can tell you when he did. I don't recall. I, don't recall. <laughs> I forget. I forget why we went out. I don't recall. I forget why we went out, but Tom, you were in the city and you think you were going back to work in Brooklyn and Babbles was driving us back and we were on Third Avenue. It was a lot of traffic. And all of a sudden, he just kicks the door open and he starts going down the block. And Babble's like, what's he doing? What's he doing, right? And he walks up to like a cab, this guy and this girl in the cab, and he just at the window like this, staring at them like this. Going, and they're like, they're hysterical laughing. He gets back in the car 
and Vavils is mad that like you didn't cause a diversion so we could make a left hand turn, <laughs> right? So, so <laughs> like he figured that if you ran out far enough, you could have stopped traffic. We could have turned, and then and then you look at him and go, "Well, if you need me to cause a diversion, you should have said so." <laughs> can we leave, can we do that this summer? Can we dress as gorillas and go, and invade Babel's house? <laughs> uh, Joey, Joey, back. we did that already. <laughs> we were thrown out. <laughs> you should just parachute into his pool. He's got to have like some kind costumes. of costumes. <laughs> See, Babel says some kind of security I, system. I bet the 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 Blasio. <laughs> what do you say, Ern? Once we're right now, I'm a cab in the Hamptons, and I'm. Madonna's borderline came out, came on on the radio. Tommy jumps out of the goes in the middle, blocking all traffic, laying on the floor, doing the borderline video. <laughs> well, I remember the time Musk told me the story after the Bordy Bond. <laughs> Snyder takes Musk to 7-Eleven. I'm sure if it's something to eat or something. And what did you say? You just started launching bananas at people and you were paying them $20 if they can catch a banana or something, right? What, the, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get arrested. <laughs> well, well, that's where the money came in. You were launching bananas at people, but as long as you were paying them, if they caught it, then yeah. you don't get arrested. Right. Yeah. They pay for the bananas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's dive into this episode. So we're gonna again. We're gonna go throughout. We're gonna list our our top five things we miss the most about the old neighborhood. And again, this is not just our neighborhood. This is across the board. I think, you know, now that we're adults, things not, I don't think they're just different in our eyes. I do think the world is different now. I think, you know, kids are different today than we were as kids. And I'm sure we were different than our parents and so on and so forth. So we're gonna talk about all the things in our neighborhood, whether it's a store that's gone or a price changing or just things we miss from our old neighborhood. We'll start with you, big head. What do you got? Tom, you go, I guess. No. Oh, whoa. Yeah, either one of them. That's true. <laughs> well, my, my, you know, fun memories obviously had to do with what we were just talking about. But what's really gone from this neighborhood is all the bars that used to be on Flatbush Avenue. I mean, you could go from Avenue R all the way down to Flatlands Avenue and you could make a night of it, you know, and, and, and each bar had its own little. Yeah. Thing like we would go to the night owl and we just wanted to sit down, and have a picture, we <laughs> talk to each other, you live music, you go to Nell Flaherty's. You know, we used to start out at JP's or whatever it was, nightlife it was. I mean, I changed its name so many times to watch Zone, it. And then I went to yeah. End Zone. Yeah, <laughs> we used to go down there and even like closer to our house was uh what was that Kevin's Kevin's home plate or whatever that was? Kevin's or, place? Yeah, the place on East 36th Street. Earn place is correct. Kevin's place and that bar. It was the weirdest bar because we would go all different times and it seemed like we always only spent $20, right? We <laughs> could go eat dinner, sit down, have wings, stuff off face, drink all night. Bill comes $20 each. How, every time. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> sit there, have one beer, $20 each. Like, it, was just the it just always seemed to work out that way. But like I said, literally... You know, depending on your mood, you could find the bar you wanted to go to. One bar sucked, you go to another. And it, it had to be like, what, nine, ten bars in that, in that, on those yeah. blocks? Oh, sure. Easy. Yeah. And now it's like. And Ashford Arms, too. You had no yeah. fun, right? And what was the place? Um, was Ashford the one that was always dead right before Cuckoo's Nest? Like, it was, a, it was an old Irish place. You could get in. 
What are any Christie's? Christie's. Christie's is the other one, right? Yeah. yeah. Greenfield. Yeah, Greenfields, right? Right. Greenfields is across the street. Across the street. And you know, like like you could just uh, yeah, I miss that. I mean, now we really is really only a couple. I mean, there's a few new ones that opened up on Flatbush Avenue. I haven't been up there, but we'll go to Third and Seven, which is on. 37th Street <laughs> um, and or Norris. Norris is still going strong, actually. Oh, wow. That's a crazy bar, too, sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, let's do a Norris night. We got to do a Norris night. Guys, can we uh, stop for two seconds? What happened? The orange? I got I got uh, the, the babbler contacting me. I got to oh, let him know I'm going to be here for a while. I'm doing some work the on paper. Meltdown? Is it meltdown? Put, put him live on the air, doctor. Put put the babbler live on the air. Nuclear power play? The First nuclear time power ever. plant. He's got to go to the Ukraine and fix the power plant. <laughs> <laughs> I got to lie. <laughs> and again, in the Babel's copter, fly over to Ukraine. Let's let's hear the lie li live on air. Come on, go, doctor. No, I'm texting. Oh. Read oh, us the text. Read us the text. Come on. No, <laughs> well, I'm working on cartoon. <laughs> Speaking of which, Doc, we need more panels. And there's other stuff I got to talk to you about that, too. All right. You know, he's going to, if he watches this episode, he's going to know you weren't working. <laughs> Miss, Mr. Big Head, your, your head's going to get a little bigger now. Only, only one thing has been mentioned so far, my, and my number one is gone. What? No, come on. <laughs> I love it. No, but Billy, you're so you're so right. It's uh, the bars on Flappish. It was it was it was great because you had options all the time. You could you could go to your regular place if Cuckoo's Nest was our regular place. You could go there, and all of a sudden, like that night, just wasn't didn't ha wasn't happening. You could go down the block. You could go to Turtle Shell. You can go to JP's. You can go any so many options. Just walking around and. Like you said too, um, night, night owl always had the table. Snyder always loved to, to sit at and, the table to start the night. And you're walking distance, you know what I mean? Like you didn't need to, you didn't need a car. You didn't have to worry about that stuff. Although some people, well, took their cars anyway. But end, <laughs> but end of the night, you had Lenny's, Lenny's down the block. Yep. Grab, a, grab a couple of slices. Grab a rice bowl. Ready to go. I'm oh, in. I don't care what anybody says. Lenny's has got the greatest pizza for. Don't he gave me the approval. He's he's anyway. okay. Babs all right. He's okay. He's all right. <laughs> well, I thought you said you were all right, Spider. I, I was waiting for that one. I thought you said you were all right, Snyder. <laughs> Come on, Doc. What do you got? Number five. Did Did anyone recently just pick up that there's a language program on the radio that's called Babbles? No. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, it teaches you different languages. <laughs> is, is I it, haven't is heard it a murmur from you guys, and I'm like. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Does he have it copywritten? Does, did he did he trademark it? Well, I don't need I don't need to buy the program. I I I live it. Fifteen <laughs> minutes with him. He I'm speaks good. six I can, languages. <laughs> I can speak eighteen languages now. Well, the time you thought you could speak Japanese is still my yeah, favorite story of all time. You know that one. I don't know what that one is, but anyway, that's great. I went I went back a little nostalgia, back to uh, culture wise. The, the neighborhood so uh but i have a funny story about this uh basically it's escape mental patients providing entertainment in the neighborhood we had this guy Stu stewie <laughs> check yeah. this out 
This guy Stewie used to big fat round guy with bozo the hair with the bozo the hair like bald in the middle but long on the sides looked like Krusty the Clown, and he used to walk around Marine Park and we'd follow him the kids, and we'd pay him twenty. We'd all like check our pockets and give him twenty five cents, and then he to sing or to do some kind of entertainment like ten kids, and he'd be and, he, and we knew he was mentally not there. You know, but he would break into uh oh when the saints come oh, yeah. marching in. <laughs> oh when the saints and he started clapping his hands. Then he would do the circus, ladies yeah. and gentlemen of all ages. <coughs> and but I'm thinking today, there's no fucking way that's happening. Remember <laughs> why keep an eye on their kids, and there's no way there's like 10 or 15 kids following around a, a complete mental, mental lunatic. Giving him change so he can entertain them. And you it's know what? He, he was pretty good. You're right, Tom. He was pretty good. There was, there was another guy. We just called him the shaker because he would walk down the block. He would oh, look at a fire hydrant. Right. He would look at a fire hydrant. He'd just go. And what? He would walk away. <laughs> yes. Only, he would look at fire hydrants and go. <laughs> and he would walk away. He worked for the fire department. He was an inspector. Ernie, would you say you know this? You know these guys? Shaky, of course he does. Shaky was um unbelievable. It is called. It wasn't Schaefer. Shaker. No, we just called Shaky. him Schaefer, wasn't it? Because he drank Schaefer beer. No, he, I, always, I, I, I remember as Shaker because he just used to shake his head when he looked at the fire hydrant. So your number five pick is local <laughs> mental patients. That's escaped mental patients. Escaped mental patients. Providing entertainment in the neighborhood. You're so right, Tom. That guy was entertaining. He really was. Yes, he was great. And check this out. There was a Esther was a a, a, a bigger <laughs> older woman, and we used to we used to think that that was his mother. <laughs> but she wasn't entertaining. She was just oh she was just God. fucking crazy. Now, now could you could you picture the way kids grow up now? The way they're schooled on not to oh. talk to strangers, not to go down the block, around the corner. Not to go anywhere where you don't let someone know where you are. And then you drive today. If I drove by Marine Park and saw 10 kids following a fucking mental patient, <laughs> there's only, would be, I'd be like, what the fuck? Really? That's so awesome. <laughs> there's there's only one left. Um, unfortunately, Mikey D, and I use him as an example wow. to my kids. And I tell him he only did drugs once. Just once. <laughs> and, that <laughs> so was don't enough, do it. and that was enough. And that was enough. Don't do it, boys. Is he run, am I wrong? Is he running for mayor? Am I wrong? He's running for um, no president of Marine Park. I don't know. That. No, there was one, but there's a sign in the storefront that says he's he's where he. Wait, 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 wait. Which storefront? There's a storefront Avenue R and uh, and Ocean Avenue. They have a sign in the window that says Mikey the name for president. Amazing. He's got he's got it down what? this time. Yeah. For president of Marine Park, though. I don't know. I didn't know there was a thing. I, I would vote for him. Yeah. Well, already people already said that when they posted the sign on Facebook. A lot of people got Mikey's votes. But you know what? Even as Mike, I saw Mikey today, sparkling brand new Yankee hat on. <laughs> like a fitted Yankee hat. Walking you around saw him like, today? Today. Yeah. I see him all the time. He literally just the, walks around the neighborhood by himself, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had a funny story. He's still of, living in the garden. Uh, yeah. The, the he's still there. So a friend his of mine is still alive. No, uh, his dad passed. His mom's still alive. Um, Did he but, have a brother, a sister, someone? Yeah, he has a brother and a sister. 
But brother moved, brother moved upstate. He was in the Navy, I think, or something like that. And it, I'm not sure where his. Uh, but when he's walking around the neighborhood, is he going somewhere or does he just like stroll we don't around? Know. He just roams no, around. No, no, he roams. He's been going no, if you can follow him, he goes to the store. Some I got a great story, but so a, a friend of mine, um, he makes he makes wooden American flags and different flags. He does a really nice job, and he's using my mom's garage. So Mikey comes by every day, every day. And so when I had COVID, I was sitting there and I'm laughing because I'm hearing the conversations, but he offers him a job. He said, Mikey, if you get yourself straightened out, I'll, I'll give you a job. You can help me make the flags. He goes, let me think about it. Let me think about it. He leaves and he comes back. The next day he comes back and he says, I'll do it. $25 an hour. <laughs> he goes, I'll do it. Right. So he said, and it's my friend said to him, goes, you know, but you know, Mikey, you got to get straight first. Let me think about it. And he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I mean, you know, he he, he remembers everything because he always comes up. And um, one of the funnier things he told me was he goes, I got to figure it out, Bill. I know what I'm going to do. And I go, well, what is it, Mike? He goes, I'm going to drive NASCAR. <laughs> no. And I go, what? Up. He goes, I called them up. They said, I just need a car. Wait, what do you mean he called them up? There's like a, a NASCAR. I don't know. I don't know. I guess his, yeah, I guess he yeah, wanted he, to. Yeah, they offered him uh, to be a speed bump for twenty five dollars an hour. Billy, please. Yeah. Let me think when, about it. When we hang up, you gotta send me pictures. Send me a picture of Mikey D, please. Take a picture of him for president in the window, please, for this episode. I have, this, I have a picture of the sign. I sent send it. me I that. Send it to me again. Yeah. Send me a picture of Snyder in the gorilla suit if you have it. Yeah, Anything you have, this is. It seems, it seems like Mike, Mikey D is the uh, skinny crackhead Ralph Cramden of our neighborhood with all these <laughs> get rich schemes. He's got Billy. I'm going to be rich. <laughs> he's got he's got more steps than anybody in the world. I tell you, he just walks everywhere, everywhere. Well, Ernie, I can't Stop imagine. Still going. I, I can't imagine you can top the doctor's last pick of a, of number five at escaped mental patients in the neighborhood. Um, that so, should have been number one. What, what do you got at number five? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's not at anything uh, great. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, That's what I missed for the neighborhood. Playing with the play. No, no, it should the title should have been playing with escaped mental patients. Oh my gosh. I can't, I can't follow that. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I put uh, dis discovering uh, unknown albums um, after spending hours and hours in Zigzag. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. That's a great one. I, uh, oh, I, yeah. that, was, uh, that was one of my favorite places in the whole world. And just going through, clocking through all these CDs and records when I was, when I was younger. And just finding some, something special was everything. I, I'll, I, I probably told this story before, but I'll never forget. And, you know, Tuesday's albums dropped and yeah. we would walk. Well, I think it was like on East 13th. Was it that? No, not that far. Yeah, Zigzag was 23rd. 23rd. East 23rd. East 23rd. Yeah. We go in and we're looking through all the albums. And I pick up Bon Jovi's Slippery When Wet. And Ernie looks at me and he goes, <laughs> what are you buying that crap for? That band ain't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so 
I, I still I still laugh at that when I think about So Ernie, when you say hey, discovery, hey, hey, now, easy there. Do you uh, easy there? Ernie was the uh, manager for Playground too. He believed yeah. in us. Ernie, in he, zig, he must in have zig, printed the shirts. In zigzag, were you able to listen to the records or no? Uh, no. So how would you but discover? Just, you would no, just, just take a chance on stuff. Yeah, well, you know, I've got I had enough knowledge to know what albums supposedly are great. Well, but obviously not from what Billy just said. No, that was a that was a brand new album. And I, uh, Billy's got the story slightly wrong. We went home and we listened to the whole album. And after I listened to it, I was like, who is this album for? It's too heavy for the girls and it's not it's not heavy enough for the guys. You Nobody's going to buy it. <laughs> that makes the story worse for you, Ernie. Yeah, and, and what happened was everyone liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was I was slightly off. And you know, boys and girls liked it. <laughs> it was a. I think it might have been Seton Hall had like a rock radio station. W that WSOU, of course. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you heard a lot of stuff on there, like with new bands, and sometimes you'd hear something and you go there. They had a lot of records in that place. I mean, it was really well stocked but you don't really have that anymore i mean now it's like if you have apple music and you're just scrolling through looking for different songs and right. you hit something um but you know it wasn't as fun as being able to have you know it in your hands you know and and read the back can i throw, can I throw a name out to you because since we're on this topic uh real quick wasn't hear. there a store in king's plaza plum tree or something like that of course yeah rock we got the rock and roll shirts I used to get all my, my, my I used to get my kiss patches there at the plum tree. Of course, they they had right. their uh, their little display cases. You could screw, they would rotate. You could actually right. It was really cool, really yeah. cool place, man. Really cool plum place. tree. Yeah, it was right. great. It was like Spencer's gift gifts before it was Spencer's gifts. Yeah, right. That's cool. All right, my number I'll five. You, Go ahead, Ern. Oh, Tommy. Tommy mentioned one thing. I, I used to um work in Macy's, and on my my lunch break, I go across to the Wiz. And I spent some, my lunch break there all the time looking through albums and people would come to me and I'll be dressed up in my, my work suit and people would say, um, where is blah, 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 or do you have, like I work there. <laughs> and I got tired of telling people I don't work there. And eventually I started helping people. You should you should have got a job there. As well. I was going to say, Ernie, <laughs> and, and what did you do in Macy's? Pantyhose. Penny, uh, pantyhose for... um five years yeah so wait so on your break from macy's you went across the street and took a whiz no to the, nobody took a whiz. or oh. or i used to work in the pine factory and nobody bought anything from the pine factory the furniture store and it had a dining room table and we used to know the people at bunnenberger and like michael leone would come by i think you would come by tommy ernie uh carmine and they would sit at the dining room table and eat the date Unbelievable. Dinner. At one time, like a, a family walks in and then like, yeah, oh, they're here to demonstrate. They just wanted to try out the table. See how it was. <laughs> it's so true. I, I don't remember, remember anyone so ever being in Pine Tree. I think I think Billy stayed in Pine Tree when they closed and slept there. It was an apartment. <laughs> I, I remember something, Billy. Um, somebody wanted to look in your store and you said, oh, sure, help yourself. The person came out and goes, somebody's sleeping back there. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm I think in the bed in the back. <laughs> yeah, one one time Ernie was in the bunk beds taking a nap. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So I'm gonna start number five off with so again, in 
when I grew up, Halloween only meant two things to me. Never trick-or-treated for Halloween. And as long as I could remember, Halloween meant two things, eggs and shaving cream. Yeah. Never see it anymore. I mean, when, when, when we were kids, the neighborhood was like a war zone. It was like, okay, battle time. I remember I, me and my friends, I had a shed in my backyard. We would start stockpiling eggs and shaving cream in August. We'd start buying because we didn't have any money. So if we had an extra dollar, eggs were 99 cents, I think. We had an extra dollar, we'd buy eggs and we'd store them in my, in my, my shed. Most of the kids weren't allowed to have eggs and shaving cream. My mom didn't care. She let everyone have do whatever she, they wanted. So they would all store the stuff in my shed. So my shed literally became like a fort. And once, once, uh, and then we'd start, you know, stealing the hairspray caps off of all the hairspray things for the shaving cream bottles. And we would have everything lined. We'd be planning for months for Halloween. Now, when you drive around on Halloween, nobody is doing anything. I never, maybe you see a spray of shaving cream or toilet paper in the, in the tree, which is ridiculous. Never an egg. We would stand on Flatbush Avenue and peg and peg the buses with eggs. No, they call that stuff in Jersey and outside of New York mischief night. Oh, really? But is it on yeah, Halloween? They, yeah, they run around with the uh, wet toilet paper so it can't get off the cars and stuff. Yeah, but even and, wet toilet paper. I mean, when we were kids, the biggest fear to me, especially because <laughs> I had long hair, the rumor always went oh, around. Nair, yeah. Nair in your, oh, watch out. They put nair in your hair. They put it in the eggs and they hit you with an egg and it's nair and you lose all your hair. I never saw it actually happen, but I remember every yeah. year being terrified of it. That was folklore. I got a great story with that. So we were we were on um, by the park on Fillmore Avenue, especially at night. It was like a war zone. You're an idiot if you drove down there because everybody would be hidden in the park, oh, firing yeah, eggs at your car. So this was earlier in the day and I was out with my cousins and we were on Fillmore Avenue and my cousin Ronald throws an egg at a bus, thousand to one shot. It goes through an open window this big, right into the bus. We're hysterical laughing. We run away and we about an hour later, we go back to his house. My uncle's sitting there. He goes, what were you guys doing? What do you mean? He goes, what were you doing? Oh, we just have a little fun. My cousin goes like that. He goes, you didn't, you didn't happen to be throwing eggs at a bus, did you? And he goes, uh, maybe. Why? Well, you threw an egg. It went through the window and it hit your brother. No, <laughs> shut his up. Brother, his brother, Robbie, was coming home from work. He was furious. He, he searched the house. Me? No, he's searching the house looking for them. He's in the shower. And my uncle's just sitting there. He goes, he's in the shower now. I suggest you leave. <laughs> Unbelievable. That it was, was like the, a, that was the, that was the uh, wasn't that the Garrison Avenue bus that took you into Manhattan? It was the B one hundred bus or the or the command. It's it used the to be called the bus. command yeah, bus. Command bus, yeah. I remember bus, uh, right. Eddie Romeo's cousin calling it because it used to go into Manhattan. He goes, he, we used to call them the commandos because they were crazy. They were cutting everybody <laughs> off. They were like, they, they were, it was it was a crazy bus. There's like. There's like fumes coming into the bus. People are like in the back <laughs> like this. <laughs> they were the worst buses you could possibly have. They had like the green headers instead of yes. the blue headers. Yeah, yeah of course. Yep. The command right, bus. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I, um, so, it was on my original list, um, but I figured you would have grabbed this because I know you have fond memories of that. Oh, I, But I do I, remember going into wall bombs and buying cases. Me and my friends are standing there in line with cases of eggs. And I, you know, 
I was just thinking at that time, if you needed eggs, because we were too young to understand, in the neighborhood, did you send your husband back out like two days before to buy eggs before Halloween, knowing what was coming? <laughs> Seriously, think yeah, about right? it. Yeah, right. Because it was no joke. Like it was, you couldn't drive your car around on Halloween. No you wouldn't. way. And we were, and we were kids, and we would do the, the shaving cream and then throw someone in the leaves. We call them get in the pit. Yeah. Or a massive in place pit. in the pit, in the pit, <laughs> and we roll them up like a chicken cutlet with leaves. It was great. <laughs> and then even later in the night, we'd be we'd be egging and shaving cream all day. I would just put shaving cream all over my face like I was a ghost, and I, I if we because we'd be hungry by the end of the night. Knock on a door, trick or treat. We'd be disgusting. Eggs, eggs would be dripping off our face. They'd have to give us candy because otherwise they knew they were getting egged. I had a woman on my block, a woman on my block, every single Halloween paid me and a group of my friends 20 bucks each to purposely not egg her house every time. <laughs> Mrs. Grosso, her name was. You guys are terrorists. <laughs> and we didn't even ask her. She was just like, listen, guys, wait, I know you're going to do my house again because she was like the mean old lady in the neighborhood. She would literally give us to throw us money down from her balcony and we would leave her alone. We'd guard her house for the rest of the night. It was worth it. I have it here in 1988. It went into a law because an egg actually killed someone <laughs> that it was considered a lethal weapon. And what? really? Yeah. And they actually, uh, you know what? That's Pretty probably stupid. right about the time I stopped too. Eighty-eight. I was in. I think it was in. Yeah, and it, and they had to say, you know, it's not, it's not eggs that keep people that kill people. It's people that kill people. You know. Yeah. It yeah. It's chickens that kill people. <laughs> kill Baby the, chickens. Right. The, it's the chickens. Baby fetuses. <laughs> Baby fetuses kill people. Come not on, people. back around to you, big head. I think uh, like one and a half people died that year. Wait, wait, wait. How did I come up with that year? I nailed it. Joey's like this. Oh, my God. That's when it all stopped. <laughs> I think I really do think that's about the time I stopped. No, someone doing did it. get hurt. Someone did get hurt. And they, they started clamping down on it. I remember something like that. Oh, I think a I, lot of people got hurt because that was at the time. If someone egg, got that car egged and they were crazy enough and they caught the slowest guy, he oh, got a beat. <laughs> he didn't want to be the last guy. Speaking of getting hurt, I remember one year my brother kept an egg. I think I told the story one, one time before. He kept an egg in his desk that he had left over for one, one year. He kept oh it in God. his desk. A year. Can you imagine the smell? He had one of those roll-top desks, and he, would, he kept it in his desk. The next, he always told me, I'm going to hit you with this next year. I'm going hit to hit you with this next year. The following year, he hit me with it. It was like a giant rock. And it was black inside. And uh. the smell that came off of this thing, you, when he hit me with it, it kind of cracked, but it was like such a hard, it was like hard at this point. It barely cracked. But when it, even when the small, smallest crack, it cracked. And then the aroma that came out of it, I stunk the whole day. Black. I'm calling bullshit. I'm calling bullshit because there's no such thing as a black chicken. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how do you know? Maybe he's half black on his mother's side. And they used to say some people would put the eggs in the freezer and freeze them. So hit like hitting you with a baseball. Oh they throw it at you. <laughs> well, I do that now. So now with my kids and stuff, the, the big the crate the craze of Halloween is we do egg fights. So you know, our, our Easter eggs, you know, we bring them to our cousins' houses and stuff, and you you hit each other's eggs, and whoever cracks wins. Right, the the crack one is out. So the the end of the night, whoever's egg is standing wins the whole tournament. 
One year, everyone's like, oh, they put like polish on their egg. They try to harden their egg. One year, I stuck my egg in the freezer. I destroyed everybody. Every, everyone's egg is destroyed. They're like, let me see that egg. <laughs> my egg was steaming. Well, it was so cold. <laughs> what the hell? Is this an Italian thing? I don't know. I did. You know, this this is the guy who brings his own monopoly money. All right, so let's let's be honest. Whoa, whoa. What? I, that's <laughs> he brings his own dice to monopoly. He owns his own dice. He's got his own monopoly he money. Never made monopoly game. Never convicted on it's no, no monopoly money. Like like like, yeah. like a drug like a drug deal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Shows I, up I, used to, I used to come food. with it in my shirt. I used to go to the oh guys, I gotta go to the bathroom quick. Let me take a little five hundred out. He got he got frisked at the airport. They lifted up a shirt. Like what the fuck is this? <laughs> Monop- you never know when a monopoly game He's is gonna break out. Monopoly money into the country. <laughs> they reached up his ass and they pulled out a boot, a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's boardwalk doing up your no, ass? No, 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 no. Go inside, not inside the pouch of your mouth, maybe. <laughs> oh, no. oh my God! Oh, I haven't. Yeah. We've that. never told that story, have we? Yes, we've talked about your pouch. So, <laughs> yes, I you can got, like, hide a kangaroo stuff. Jaw. I can hide stuff in in. I have like these pouches under my chin here. They're called jowls. They're called, They're called jowls. jowls. And I can actually hide or smuggle whatever you want to, however you want to call it. I can hide almost like I could hide a half a hot dog in each of them. Didn't that come in handy that time you got lost in the forest? (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't find you for three weeks. They were shocked you were still alive. I heard you ate the the pouch. (laughs) When I was a kid, I used to, all I used to eat was hot dogs. So when I used to eat a hot dog, but I wasn't hungry anymore, I would take the last bite and put it in my pouch. (laughs) And And I'd eat it like two hours later. It's like your brother you putting like the egg in there. That's what alligators do. They drown their victims. They they stuck them under a, a stump underwater, and they come back an hour later and eat them after they're tenderized. Exactly. A few days later. Oh, God. Come on, Bill. Got, back to you. Can I get a hot dog? <laughs> uh, so this this is like the neighborhood and going to the park, and my kids were younger. Um, and they haven't really done anything over in the park, but I just remember the playground the way it was in the park, there was a little, you know, when you were on the monkey bars, you were a little afraid. It was kind of high, you know what I mean? Like for for a little kid to climb all the way on the top of the monkey bars, you know, you had those metal swings where you got hit in the face, it hurt, you know, now they got these, you know, kids are a little, little baby today. Now they got these like rubber swings. You get hit, ah, kids, nothing. You, not feel. you got hit with a swing back when oh, we were kids. Those metal it. swings were you dead. Felt it, you know, made you pay attention to what you what about felt. What about the metal slides we got there? Yeah. Burns yeah, yeah, you how, how, and then sometimes at the bottom, it was like a little sharp at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, when you came home from the park, there's a good chance you had a few scars on you. Oh, Nowadays, yeah. they got the rubber mats. The kids fall on the floor. They get up. They're laughing. So it's just not it's just not as fun as when, when we were, we were younger, just more to it. I mean, Ernie could tell you like the craziness with the swings and, and swinging off the swings and grabbing onto a fence. You, you can't oh. even do that nowadays. They used Spider-Man. to be, they used to have like the, the big swings for the, you know, no, no, nothing keeping you in. And I never did it, but like the Dragos would do it all the time and you would go as high as you could. And then you would let go and grab onto the fence. Right. I forget was there was there was what, what did they call the one? Was it a Zuccarella or something? There was one where you somebody like literally, I think it was one of the Dragos, 
didn't climb on the fence. He like he he got so high he ended up like, he's straddling the top of the fence. It was straddling the top. It was yeah. crazy. I mean, in the fences back then were pretty pretty high. They had to be like Wait, in what feet. in which playground? Where in Marine Park? No, it was the the, the gate that they're talking about separated the schoolyard from two seventy eight to the playground. Oh, and it was okay. enough distance. So it was a school. It was a school yeah. fence. So it was. It had to be fourteen feet right. high, or twelve feet high, something like that. And, and the funny thing about it is, you sit there and you look at it now, and you you laugh about it. But like, who's on the swing and says, "You know what would be a good idea? <laughs> I'm gonna let go and grab a fence." You know what I mean? like, but the best like, thing is, once someone does it, then everyone wants to. Oh drive. yeah, it was, it was like it was like on a, a Friday or Saturday night. Like, you know, before you get into getting, you know, having a few beers or whatever, it's like before that settles in, let's have uh, feats of strength. Real men grab fences, you know what I mean? It's to, you know, things like that. And they used to have a giant, giant sprinkler, you know, that was there. And of course, they broke into that and uh, they would they would put a bike, someone's bike near the sprinkler. And the kid, whoever it was, wasn't paying attention when they went to go get their bike. They would turn it on and soak the hell out of them. And, and me and you, Tom, I mean, it's you can't even do this now, but one one time it snowed and it rained like right after it and it froze. And, and we ice skated. Tom, we ice skated the, the, they had the softball courts. They had just a flat, giant, open surface. The two of us threw our skates on like because you couldn't believe it. We would we were driving down the block and I was like, are people ice skating? Like you ran home and you got your skates and like the park's not really set up that way nowadays. Now those are all basketball courts, you know, they have drains, you know, back in the day, nothing works. So it allowed everything to flow. Yeah, these are hard concrete softball courts and it yeah. just froze over. It was a major storm. It had to be, I don't even know the date, but it was, it was, it hit the whole North, uh, Northeast. It was really bad with the ice, but yeah, that was an amazing time. Yeah, it was great. But let me ask you, so when you say everything's different now, do you think it's our fault? Meaning, here's what I mean. We did this as kids. Then when, as we got older, we realized, holy crap, how are we still alive? Because even me, I won't let my kids go to the playground by themselves. Right? I mean, they're still young, but I don't let them go by themselves. I'm watching them like a hawk. They climb a tree. I'm standing under them like this, just in case. No, I, I agree. I mean, my, my son is 13. He's bigger than me. And when he goes to school, none of his friends are going the same way at that time. I won't let him walk to school by himself because it's right. just not with somebody. If he was with a couple of other kids, no, but I'd think be of, fine with it. I but, walked yeah. to school by myself, second grade. Yeah. yeah. By myself, crossing the streets, second grade. I was walking by myself. We all used yeah. to pile in Ernie's mother's car, like nine of us, in, in a two-door car. <laughs> it looked like a clown car. Four in the front. Four in the front. <laughs> And go to school yeah i mean i i think it's yeah i don't know what happened it's now it's like but did we know, one, go did we go so crazy and then realize wow we were so crazy we got to be extra protective of our kids did we cause it? Oh, what do you look, look look at look at the baby boomers during the vietnam era all the hippies that did all the drugs and everything now they're in control of everything in this country uh the big companies they become ceos they turned into everything they that they were against back then. Right. It's hysterical. I don't know yeah. how this stuff happens, but I guess when you experience craziness, like I, I advise my daughter, I really don't think a gorilla suit is good to be running in an Avenue. <laughs> I, that's just my, I wouldn't wear that to a prom. 
And you only you know, know that I, from experience. No. You could never give her advice on a gorilla suit in, in the middle of an avenue unless you did it. Put some wow. uh, exactly. put some reflector tape on if you're going to do it. You know, like is like some good things, good good tips. Yeah. You know, I just thought it, of a... You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's uh, a thin line telling your kids what to do and not to do without telling them, well, Dad, how do you know? Well, because I... <laughs> I, I, I just I mean, tell them I'll, because I tell them because Uncle Tommy did it. That's why. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. Like I, I have a, you know, one, a couple of times you're hanging out with them, and it's a different relationship with like my nieces and nephews. You know, like my uncles were like you. We wouldn't have the conversations that I'm having with them, or like the relation. Like go, you know, my nieces are older and drinking with them. Like it wasn't like that with my uncles. Like right. you didn't really do that. But every once in a while you have a few drinks and you talk telling them these stories and, and they're funny. And now I'm now like realizing my son looks at me, oh, so don't give me a hard time, dad. Don't give me a hard time <laughs> when I come over after I did something. What were you going to say, Aaron? Oh, um, I actually, um, when I was little, I made up, uh, when I was little, uh, high school, I made up a swing thing. I, I told you a story with uh, Greg used to call the crazy Ernie. I used to, um, I'll be standing on the swing and while swinging, I would pick my feet up. So I'm still holding onto the chains. So, you, so the, the, the seat is going crazy. And then you got to catch it, catch it again with your feet. One time I missed, I, I missed. And so I'm falling down, straight down. And then I realized at the last second, I'm okay. Cause I held on like, thank God. And then I see this in front of me. I see, I, what the hell was that? And it was me pulling the swing down in front of me, you know, like that. And it catches me right on my thighs. Oh. And I actually crawled across Fillmore Avenue to go home. <laughs> but again, people don't realize the thing that hit you was this thick, solid metal, solid yeah. metal, this thick. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, it was stainless can imagine, steel. Can you imagine yeah, a, kid, you know, a kid crossing, crawling across <laughs> busy Fillmore Avenue? <laughs> Yeah, and I'm the gorilla, right? The monster, the gorilla, whatever. I had no other way. I was alone. I'm walking you... into playgrounds like this, <laughs> climbing, swinging. You're like a Samsonite commercial. No, the, worst, Mrs. Part, the, worst, the worst part, though, is watching me crawl all the oh. way home. It, it's just like, I guess, everything in the generation we grew up in. There's a great documentary on Action Park. If you watch that, you'll die laughing. You know how dangerous that class park action was. Park. Yeah, class action park. It's hysterical, but but oh, people wanted there. to have fun, and no one was really getting really badly hurt. You know what I mean? It's not like more kids died then than they died today. <laughs> you know, what? I, I got cut on the alpine slide every single time. Rut burns on every single time. I got eight stitches on the family slide. Ah, <laughs> uh, you didn't need it. My father said you didn't need it. No, that was the other. Yeah, that was. A, and, and, and that just goes to show like, like parents were home and they were out. I fell and hit my head on a bumper and I'm bleeding. And I got diagnosed four times as I walked down the block. <laughs> oh, you got to go to the hospital. You need stitches. The last house. Tommy's dad, you know, World War Two served under Patton. He's like, yeah, fine. Just put a bandage. <laughs> Here, put this wet sock on it. You're all right. Yeah, there you go. Hold on. Here's a here's an oil rag. It'll. If the oil will get in and stop the bleeding. <laughs> how, how, could you, how could you trust Tommy's father? He said, you're fine. Go back into battle. Yeah. Right. Good point. <laughs> you got enough ammo? Get back in there. You know what I mean? Come on, uh, Doc. Back to you. Number four. So what do we have to number four? Come on. Let's move this. Uh, I want to go with um, 
street sports. I miss them. Yeah, I don't see enough kids playing. Yeah. We used to play stickball on the street. Even though we, we grew up one block up from the park, there was something fun about playing, using people's houses as, as the fences. Of course. Their lawns to dive on. Which they, they hated us for doing it. And uh, two-hand touch football. You know? You know, routes in between, you know, one out, five and out, a flat in front of a, a hood of a car. In between the two cars, with, right, of course. That, that was yeah, the best yeah. spot because and, no one and it also came covered. with the, Yeah, it came with commercial breaks because there'd be a car that came down the block and everyone had to stop where they were. <laughs> it's the weirdest car! thing. Car! Yeah, car! Car! And they would stop. And sometimes they'd have to wait, the people in the car, like... Yeah, well, be in the middle of a play, of course. Yeah, but I, I miss that. And, and with that, it's blocks against blocks. You know, uh, my team, all block against... Then Stewart Street, Burnett Street, we always kicked everyone's ass. So best block in the history of blocks. And it was great. But miss you, it. You don't you see hit, it in the street too often. You hit it right on the head. It's it, now everyone kids today, they're in playgrounds. I have to drive my kids to the to the park, to the playground. Nobody even thinks to play on the street. Where we were the opposite. I didn't think to go to the playground to, to play. Why would I play in the <laughs> playground? I could play wiffle ball in my driveway. I play stickball right in the street. Like you said, two-hand touch, uh, two-hand touch football in the street. Tackle if there's this much snow on the ground. Oh, tackle, yes. play tackle Great. today. It's snowing. We're, we're okay. We're okay. Blasting yep. cars. You're diving onto roofs of cars. You never see that anymore. I would, I would have a heart attack because we also played hockey with the sticks. But, I mean, we used the ball, but still with the sticks. With you know, hitting right. into people's cars and stuff like that. If I came home from work... Our neighbors were nice because I'm telling you, I would have right. a heart attack. I know really if work. a car parks in front of my house, I'm pissed off. Never mind if, if someone's <laughs> if someone's if a someone's hitting if someone's diving on my lawn for a catch and they're yeah, making right. giant divots in my lawn that I just freaking work so hard on. I feel, yeah. right. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I I got to say this though, the cars back then a lot tougher than the cars. Well, today. that's definitely true. Yeah, you could run into a car. And no, so are the kids. Like so are the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly said. The cars were a lot tif- tougher, but so were the kids. Well, although I'll, I'll say this, like not, not, not on the streets. My son doesn't really play, but him and his friends were hanging out down in Breezy Point, and he's like, "Oh, you got to drop me off at Breezy." I'm like, "It's freezing out." No, we got a place to go. I said, "You going to someone's house?" No, no, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be all right. So it turns out they <laughs> built like a ten by thirty foot. Uh, I don't even know what you call it, building or something on the beach. And they were smart enough to not build it on the breezy side. They put it on the federal ground side so that they can go hang out. In. Built and it out they, of what? They, they found plywood. They, they, they extended it out. Right. And the only reason was Gilgan's Island. it was like that. That's what it was like. So I'm like, how's he Gilligan pedaling on the bike, doing out? the laundry. Right? It's <laughs> no. freezing out. They had some setup and eventually the, the federal side took it down, but someone filmed it before they took it down and someone had the video and I'm like, oh my God, this was great. Like they were all wow. hanging out in this thing. Like, in the, and I'm like, I don't understand how you got away with it. He goes, cause it's freezing out. 
it's in a part of the beach that no one really goes to because it's freezing out. And 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 it and it's the middle of winter, right? So right. no one's really looking for it. So finally, somebody found it. I mean, I had a guess because I would go pick them up sometimes. I'm like, whose house were you in? And like 20 kids are walking up a block. <laughs> so that creativity, but not playing in the street, not in the least. I mean, I don't know how kids get hit by cars today because they're never around. <laughs> they're never they're never out. You know? Did you? I mean, just for a second, the amount of cars that would go by during a game. I can't even fathom it. I couldn't even, how do you get going? <laughs> Everything's yeah. like, it's, it's almost like a professional football game. Commercial break, <laughs> commercial break, commercial break. It's hysterical. And, and every once in a while, we go around the corner of the Marine Park Parkway where, now that's a street, right? We got, we oh, got, boy. We got four oh, lanes. Two lanes. No, the, you know? yeah, the two-way streets, forget it. Yeah. You know, no, but you're so right. Then. Even just get how the hell do we ever get a game in? How many cars would come <laughs> down the blocks? Right? Hysterical. All right, Aaron, what do we got? Uh, this is um from my high school times. Um after class uh, every weekday, they just have these random pickup softball games on the con- cement field um in Marine Park. Um every day I used to rush on the bus, rush home. I run out there. It was uh Great memory for me. There were even girls playing with us, which was a big deal in high school. <laughs> but you would just show up. It would just be you just show yeah, up and you're getting no get in a no game. Teams. Anybody walk onto the field and, and grab a play a position. That would never happen right now. Never. You you gotta join leagues and you got well, that's the other you gotta join leagues and you gotta do all this other shit today. You can't just go somewhere and play. You got to be part of a league and all this bullshit. Not to mention, there's no tennis courts either anymore in our own neighborhood. <laughs> They're gone too. Right. Well, this was the but, cement field, the concrete field, right? And they weren't the, they weren't safe fields either, Ernie. They were. You took your life in your own hands. Even though that that ball was soft, there were great. There was grass growing up in between. Yeah. I mean, they were never tarred down, the ones in Marine Park. Never tarred down. They were never that, done over. That concrete field is gone now, right? Yeah, it's all basketball courts and some some grass. Even behind the field house, um, you know, talking about kids playing the game. We used to play a game. I can't say what we used to call it because it's not politically correct anymore. But basically, it was kill the man. The- no, no, I don't even don't, say it, Tommy. I'm not kid. editing it. Stop. You know, don't even say it. But we, you know there'd be 15 guys right and one guy would stand all the way down at the other end of the field and you throw it to him and all 15 guys would run and try to tackle you and like you'd get pounded on but of you course you i used to kill run the man with the ball kill the yeah. man with the ball yeah i mean again but we used to call it something else but you can't say that you know no it's head wasn't any other Don't reason. Say it. it was funny to say but say it bill it wasn't say it I remember Ernie, believe it or not, Ernie was pretty good at it. Ernie was one of the best guys that played this game. Like one time he like jumped over somebody, like someone was trying to tackle him (laughs) and Ernie literally leaped them, you know, they couldn't bring him down. And there was this one guy that used to play. He was probably like, like 5'11", but like 300 pounds. He starts coming running down with the ball, and Ernie flattens him like he nice. takes him out. It was everybody was like, "Whoa!" And Ernie, Ernie, Ernie probably didn't know where he was after he did it, but we were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he did it!" So even and those he, games, like like I said, they don't play those games now, you know. 
No, I, it's amazing. It's, I don't even know what the hell the kids even play. I mean, obviously, I know they play sports if they're in a league and all this stuff. Do they just like in at lunchtime? They do they play games like in their schoolyards and stuff? Like, like where my son went to goes to school, they have like the handball wall up, and they'll play after school. Like they throw the ball against the wall, whoever catches it or whatever. Right. But they don't. And 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 two twenty two has like a little bit of a field in it. So sometimes after school kids and then kids will play basketball. They have two, yeah, they're opposite. It's like 207, same yeah. setup. Right. And they'll go to the park and, and they'll play basketball sometimes. But again, not not at the level of the way we did it. It's just easier. Yeah. They go home, they put their headphones on and they're talking to their friends. Yeah. And listen, you know? you know, maybe if we had that technology, maybe that's what we would have done too. But we didn't have it. So we went out and fucking hung out with each other. We didn't have... We couldn't, I mean, we talk, I talked on the phone with my friends all the time, but if we had video games that we could actually play each other and probably talk while we're playing and FaceTime, maybe we would have done the same thing, but we didn't have it. So we made do with what we had. We, we had no how we used, to, we used to come home from uh, work. You'd hit the answer machine. Well, there was a cell phone. That's how you, where are we going tonight? And then you yeah. pick up the phone and call. What did our parents do? With no yeah. answer machine. You know, it's yeah. like, it's amazing, you know? Wow. Nothing. They stayed home. Yeah, but you know, I, I always say, you know, even with the with, with my with my kids, I'm like, you know, we we didn't have computers and blah blah blah, all this stuff. How could you not? How could you not have a computer? What did you do? You you don't miss what you don't know. You don't have it, so you don't. Right. It's not right. like you miss it. If yeah, if we went back in time and didn't have a cell phone and didn't have all the the stuff that we have today, we'd probably lose our minds. Well, but as you're just, growing up, you don't have those things. Just pictures right. having to watch the show when it was on. Oh, right. <laughs> running. I, me- I remember running home after school to fucking watch He-Man. If you missed it, it was done. I, I missed it. It was done. Yeah, That's yeah. Ernie. Ernie's famous. Me, George Jetson. Ernie one of the most phenomenal wiffle ball games in history. In the middle of it, Ernie's mother yells out down the block, Ernie, Spider-Man's on! And Ernie leaves. He just leaves. In the middle of the game, we're playing four on four. He takes off and runs, and now we're like, "What the hell just happened?" Spider Man. No Which Spider Man, Ernie? The cartoon or the show? The this cartoon. was the actual live show from like the seventies. Oh yeah, it was, it was a live show. Live. Yeah. It was a cartoon. I don't think so. I think this was a. No, it was like live. the whole Bruce Banner, Doc yeah. Bruce Banner. Oh, that's Delt a cartoon. Did my gamma. It was a, along those lines. Yeah, but it was the Spider Man act live action one too, like like the Hulk. Was there? Of course. Oh, I don't remember that. At, f- at four o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> was- I got to Google this one because I don't remember that being on TV. All right. I'm calling bullshit. My, well, it was definitely on TV. I don't know what time it was on. Well, it was I, well, on I, I will tell you, I don't know what Spider-Man he watched, but he, he blew the game. He left. <laughs> I remember when Spider-Man would, 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 would make an appearance on the electric company, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. So right, my, <laughs> my number four. So my number four is, is pretty easy. I mean, it's four. Yeah, we have four. Yeah, we have to four. Yeah. I gotta call Babbles up and tell him I'm gonna be here till fucking midnight. <laughs> my number four is easy. I mean, I miss all the local shops. Everything is a chain now, especially where I am in Jersey. You go to Target. You go to Walmart. You go to Applebee's. You go to every. Everything is a chain. It, back in the old neighborhood. I miss my old, the candy stores, especially, of course, every, every corner, you know, every little 
three block radius had its own candy store. I had Ryder Street candy store that I would go to, or I'd go to Tiamo on Flatbush and Flatland. Those are, those are my candy stores. You'd go in and look, I'd look at all the rock magazines and I'd buy a, I'd have maybe a dollar for the day. I'd buy a little, one of those little quarter drinks. I'd put the pinhole in it. I'd squirt it into my mouth for the next half an hour. I'd buy a bazooka and I'd buy maybe a, a hip parader or something like that. But, you know, now everything is a chain. You know, we even on Flatbush Avenue, you guys remember there was a store called, I think it was called Mike's uh, Men's Shop. You remember that? It was oh, on, oh. was it Mike's? Yeah, but you, Max. No, Max's Men's Shop. Yes. It's, Max's it's still there. Shop. No, it's not. It is. They burnt down and they built the new one. My friend, my friend uh, works there. Max's Men's Shop. I would go there and buy, I don't even know what, I don't even know what they sold, like hunting stuff, but I remember going in there, like wanting to buy stuff. They, they, they sold manly stuff. Man, well, man, of course. <laughs> and it was called Max's Men's Shop. I don't even, where was this? Right it's across on, the street from Tiamo, uh, down, uh, right on Flatlands, right off Flatlands and, and Flatbush. Yeah, Flatlands and Flatbush, like by King's Highway. Like that In between, block. yeah. And then there was a five and 10 on that block that I used to always go to five and 10. I'd always get little odds and end toys or even toy stores back then. Yeah. I would go to a Toys R Us now and then, but Reds was my big toy store in the neighborhood. Yeah. Reds on Utica. I would go to, or there was one behind Kings Plaza too, but the, the one on Utica was where I would go. I just miss that stuff. The ch now chains, listen, chains are convenient. Amazon is convenient, but it, you know what you're getting before you walk in. When I used to walk into these types of stores, I never knew what was going to happen when I walked in. There could be something brand new that I'd never seen before, like, would well, blow my mind. You, you, nailed, you nailed it with one store with us. I mean, Mr. Sportsman on AMU. I mean, that was that was big. That was really big. All the Hurricane football gear. Well, that's where you get the, the jerseys gear. made and stuff, right? Everything. Mr. Yeah, Sportsman. they did everything. Yeah, I remember. It, I used it to fantastic. go there, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that was before Dicks, you know. Crypto wheels with the German bearings. Like, right, Tom? German, German seal German bearings with, with cryptos. 90 bucks. $5 a wheel, and then you get the German bearings. It was like $90. And they would, yeah. when you first put them on, you were smooth. You just could skate anywhere. <laughs> you would make. Well, you couldn't skate anywhere the first day. You had to break them in. Well, 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 no, no, no. You're right. If you had a break in your skates, but if you had just got the new wheels. With the bearings, Clyde. like the bearings, they were they were the Germans knew what they were doing. Like you could you could just push off and go, go for like go forever yeah. with these things. The wheels were so smooth. Yeah, I, it's a lot of stores that were like that. All right, let's yeah, move I agree. along. The luncheonette on Quentin Road. Oh, like they yeah, did the luncheonette on Quentin Road. Yeah, that, that, yeah that but that's what I mean. Little shops like that. You never. I mean, even though there's some places in my neighborhood now, or even back in the old neighborhood. I very rarely will try a new local place and I'm, I'm guilty of it because I know, okay, especially with the kids now, I know the kids are going to eat something at Applebee's or freaking whatever pizzeria, Uno, wherever you're going to go, you know, that what's, you know what they're going to eat there. You go to a local place, you don't know what's going to happen. But back in the day, you didn't have all these chains. Yeah. You had McDonald's and stuff like that, but you went to the diner. I went to the Oasis, you know, those are the places you went to. Agreed. All right, awesome. Bill, back to you. Number three. Well, this goes along the lines of what you just said, Joe, but there's one store in particular that that the, the deli's still there, but it's not the same as when we used to go. But there was a deli on Quentin Road 
Madison Place, Dick's Deli. And the guy that the guy that worked there was fabulous. So we would go oh, up we. there. The, the parents would My send us up to get cigarettes and they'd say, hey, here's here's a dollar twenty-five. Go get me a pack of cigarettes and then get a fifteen bag of chip, fifteen cent bag of chips. And maybe if you had enough, you get one of those drinks that you were talking about, Joe, right? You know, the little the little plant. Well, God only knows what was in that thing. It was like oh. drinking dye, right? You know, I mean it was terrible. <laughs> and if you like baseball, you'd buy baseball cards from him. Yeah. And if you like the Yankees, he would take the pepper and he would put pepper on your pack. So hopefully you would get Yankees. And if you like <laughs> no the Mets, way. Yeah. If you like the Mets, he put salt on it. I never you know? heard of that before. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he made good heroes. He was always open. I remember time one time there was like the blizzard and I think your sister Marie, we went up there and got milk and sure enough, we had no way of knowing if he was open, but the guy was reliable. He, he dug himself out and he got there and, and he was open, but he, he, it was now, you know, you know, it, it's very few. There was another deli, Mauer's Deli, which was on Quentin Road further up. That guy just sold it. So there, there was really no Wasn't deli. he the, the guy with the long curly hair that looked like a hippie? Yep. And he loved the rain. He's loved the Rangers. Right, and right. I would go in and get something and that, and that's what, that's what you miss, right? Um, most of these stores, you don't have, Mom that and pop stores. That's what we're talking right. about now. Right, right. And you don't have that. Like I walked in, you know, he just sold it uh, recently. I mean, we ended up with a good hero place, so I'm not going to complain. But you'd walk in and, you know, I have my Ranger hat on. Next thing you know, you know, 20 minutes you're talking about the Rangers. How do you think it's going to happen? Someone else, you know, might come in the store. And now you're in the store having a conversation. Other just, stores, you're just like, get me the hell out of here. I just want what I want and I want to get and, out. And you, you said what? it perfectly, too. You, you know, your parents, my mom, too, would send me to the store to get cigarettes and stuff like that. And the kids would be, the kids were the lifeblood of the neighborhood. You know what I mean? They would go do stuff like this. And and all the, the owners of the stores were weirdly like, almost like quasi guardians of all the kids in the neighborhood because they would watch out for you while you went to these stores. I remember... I used to go to the same thing. I had a deli in my neighborhood. It was Mike's Milk Barn. It was on Ryder and, and Flatlands. And that was my deli. I'd always go there. Snyder got booted off. We would always go there and I would torture the guy at the deli, torture him every day. I want something free. And he would yell at me. Finally, he's like, yeah, gr grab an ice cream, any ice cream you want. And there was like the freezer right in front of the counter. He's like, yeah, grab the one on the bottom. I went to grab it. He threw me in the freezer and and shut me in the freezer, locked me in the freezer. And I was banging on the top of the freezer because I would torture this guy every day. But these people would take care of the kids in the neighborhood because it was it was a regular thing that the kids, the parents sent the kids out. Go grab some milk, grab a pack of cigarettes and, you know, here's bring home the change. Right. And you used to be able to get something like you could afford to get something. And to your point about getting kids to go. I offered to pay my kids and I'm trying to tell them the value. I said, go to the store. I live very close to stores. I'll give you 10 bucks. If you go to that, it's not enough. I'm like, if you divided that by like the 15 minutes, it's going to take you to get there and back. It's a pretty good salary. It's like not it's only $20 but, an hour. But, like, you, you're so, but you're so right. Like my mom never paid me to go. She would no, say if there's a little extra left over, Get right. yourself a bag of chips. Get yourself, a, right. like you said, a pack of baseball cards, some piece of gum. That's why you would go. Right. And a bazooka. Carry on, bazooka, you carry on the paper bags, the big paper paper bag, no plastic right. bags back then. You have the big right. giant paper thing. <laughs> right. And, and, and at some store, I mean, I used to get it at my house. You had milk came in a glass jar. 
<laughs> yeah, I had I had a milk box on my porch. We had yeah, the milk so made deliver. Yeah, of course. Yeah, growing up, I wonder if they even have that anymore. You the know, milk, like I'm trying to think about that. It was so good too. Like, I mean, it was just it, it's like a different level. Even even like you know, getting into other stuff, the way the quality of it, you know, like soda, they chintz out sometimes. It's not the yeah. same with the way the sodas mixed and stuff like no, that. I, even as a kid, we had I had a seltzer machine. And we'd pour, we'd make our own soda sometimes. Yeah. We'd have the syrup, the mixes, and we'd have the salsa. And we'd mix them together. It was incredible. We're getting old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we mentioned the milkmen, we really sound like our grandpa. Yeah. Now. We sound, yeah. We just sounded like we were 80. <laughs> Come men. on, Aaron. Let's skip the doctor for now. He got booted off. What do you got? What are they up to? Number three? Uh, you are up to number three. Yes. Damn. Sunday afternoon Hamble. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was uh that, that was our thing. <laughs> that was that, the only sport we were playing even as grown-ups practically. Those those days were just awesome, you know, on a, on a nice like April day, you know, like 60 70 degrees. Get a few beers, get the radio, go over to the park. No one bothered you as long as you weren't being an idiot, like breaking bottles and stuff. I don't even think I ever saw where we used to play on Avenue U. I don't think I ever saw a cop ever come into that park. No way. For at ever. No you know? And, and we and, would go and, there specifically knowing, okay, this is we're not going there to play a game. You go in there for the whole day to hang out. And we'd have People coming in and out the whole day. Hey, well, I knew you guys are going to be here. They'd stop by for 20 minutes. They'd leave. Another group of people would come and say hello. I, I remember playing one time. I forget. I don't think. I think we were waiting for somebody. I don't know. We were like, like 25, 26 or something like that. This guy's like 55 years old. He goes, oh, oh guys, can I play? The loafers, right? He wore penny loafers. Yeah, yeah. Of and course. this guy... I never ran so much in my whole life and all the games we played. This guy didn't move. He had me hitting balls off the wall, like an inch off the wall, bouncing off the line and hitting the fence, like yes. impossible. Now, when we first started the game, we go, this guy is going down. On the other side of that was Ernie destroying a three-year-old um, <laughs> in handball, <laughs> smashing the ball against the wall. Hey, mister, each- hey, mister, can I play? Yeah, sure. Come on over. What? Killers. He's and after each shot going... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, those are the, the, the couple of memories that's, and, and, you know, Joey, Ernie, me and you could speak about this, but um, Joey and Carmine cheating all the time. I mean, that was definitely one of the lowlights of the, of the, of playing, but you know, we, we battled through it and we still played, you know, Carmine, I'll, I'll repeat this story. Carmine and I were undefeated for over a century. And we've never lost. Anytime we got together, no one wanted to play us. They would split us up. We were unbeatable at handball. Yeah. You know that. Except Carmine played a little like he thought we were playing hockey, you know, and he like pushed you out of the way and he like bumped well, into you, you know. Between you and I, Carmine wasn't that good. I carried the team. <laughs> well, there's a good thing. He doesn't watch this. So I think he can get away and say whatever. No, but hand, again, handball was, don't get me wrong. I really loved playing handball. But it was, great. it was so much fun to hang, just hang out all day long at the park with a cooler. Always, more than likely, we'd go to Chinese afterwards, right? We'd go to New China, uh, not New China Inn, Jesus, uh, China New Star. Uh, New China Inn was our first place, right, Ern? Yeah, they closed down. 
Yeah. And, and we had enough people that you don't, you didn't, you weren't playing constantly. You know what I mean? Like you could take right. a break and, and chill out. And, and like I said, we had the radio. One of the funniest times ever was we were listening to enough's enough. And it was like a, a gang, like a, literally a gang playing basketball. And they were like, you know, it was, I don't even know if you call it basketball. They were mugging each other the way they were playing. Yes. It was a physical game. And I think it was, uh, what's the song? I think it was There Goes My Heart. Was yes, that the 100%. And, and all of a sudden, the song's rolling out and ending, and they're all singing the song. <laughs> there goes my heart. I was, I, it was so funny to see, like, great. To, it was like a split second, like I said. They were playing a pretty rough game of basketball, and that pause, and they're all, they couldn't get that song out of their heads. <laughs> Great song. It's a catchy song. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I played it for my kids, and like an hour later, my son is. I see him walking around the Sunday. <laughs> Here comes the doc. He's back. Hold on. Oh, he's back. Here he comes. You should, you should uh, pretend we're finishing, Joe. When he comes, oh, here he comes. He had a little malfunction on this on the space station. <laughs> All right, everyone. Good night. It was a good show, everyone. We'll see. Great. <laughs> Great. If anybody wants to know Tommy's rest of his top five, write him a letter. Uh, 18666 Satan Lane, Whitehaven. <laughs> Come on, Doc. We skipped you. Uh, Ernie went to um, Sunday handball. He misses. That's what he misses. That they don't do anymore? He misses yeah, playing with his balls. Oh, I, he I miss, don't do it anymore. He misses playing with his balls on Sunday. <laughs> if you drive by Avenue U Parks, nobody's ever playing over there anymore. Guaranteed. They don't call me handball for nothing. But anyway. <laughs> what do you got, Doc? Number three. I got block parties, baby. Oh my God. I forgot about block parties. This is the uh this is like the ritual, the, the ritual for the little kid when he wakes up the next day and can run in the street without the the cars and the interruption. You don't even know what to do with yourself. You just run it. I remember just running the street and just running in the street like a lunatic because there's yeah. no cars coming. I, we never I played was... football. We never did anything, but no. we hung out in the street. We stood in the middle of the street and we hung out and the band would come later at night or the DJ have a blowout. I mean, the adults would get effed up. This is when I was a kid. As we got older, things changed a little bit with gunfire and stuff like that. You were guaranteed <laughs> something to go on. But uh, yeah, but as a kid, it, there was nothing. Uh, free ice cream, free food. Nothing's free, Tom. Oh, My parents paid for it. It, it, it was just a, a little kid's dream. That was, right. it was you, like, you didn't realize it as a kid. All the parents chipped in for the block party. You don't realize it. Right, right. Nothing free. Right. No, but they um, they still have them in this neighborhood, but they have to end at 11 o'clock. It's not the same at uh -huh. all. You know, they used to have the block closed for a few days. Like, it'd be a whole weekend thing. And the point that, like, the parents really got into it. I lived on East 38th Street, and it was 1976. We had a parade to start the block party off. We all dressed up like like colonials, colonial soldiers. Really? And 38th and where? Where'd you live? Between uh, Fillmore, and, uh, Fillmore and S. Wow. But you know what was so funny about it? We had a parade. But everybody on the block was in the parade. There was no one to watch it. So we were all, <laughs> all watching down the block. And it's like no one there. There's like everybody. No on spectators. The block. Everyone no is spectators participating. At all. That's amazing. 
there's nobody there. It's that's our that's our parade. You know, the fire engine come and you you squirt the hose and stuff. And now, like I said, they have them, but they have to. You know, there's a strict like eleven o'clock. Yeah, got to be over. They open and the up noise the ordinance probably. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's definitely not the same. You know, like I said, there used to be two day block parties. You know, you have, and then also there was. But the even Billy, even when it wasn't, we would we wouldn't take down the. Yeah, you just had the horses. You still have the, you still have the block blocked off, right? Right, and 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 Joe, to your point, people love them. Now it's like people can't wait to put their car back in front right. of their house. Right. It's so nope. funny. It's like the guys are standing on the corner in their cars, waiting for them oh to take God. that stupid barricade down. And Most of the time, people were dysfunctional and couldn't even stand up. And right? I remember, so like was, in the no neighborhood, you, you always knew where the good block parties were like yeah. a lot of blocks had block parties and they were fun and they were kitty and there's always block you, you, yeah, you always knew there were certain blocks like we would always go to one i think it was 36 between maybe quentin and r or somewhere over there we always go to that block because the dj was always great at the end of the night it was always a big party there was just certain block parties you knew that eh, was okay but that wasn't the spot to be and it's and then I also remember, uh, the ritual right. of uh you know, teens have a few drinks and they're fighting fathers. You know, every once in a while that happens. <laughs> well, they have, I, I remember one, we can't mention names, but one father, he seemed to be like a very reserved guy. He got tanked. He started jumping around with an uh, electric guitar in the middle of the street, acting like Chuck Berry. And it was great. It was, uh, Ernie, do you remember that? I know Bill does. I do not remember. And I know if the person watching this will know who we're talking about, too. <laughs> Yeah, that was like the the you know like like Tommy's point was like you'd have these mild mannered parents, and you know like you're not used to seeing that all of a sudden, like what the hell is going on? <laughs> they're like you know you can't picture that they're like going crazy in the middle of the street. Like you're like, oh my god, what the hell is going on? He's so, called alcohol. He's right, yeah, There's right, nothing, right, right. But I, I listen when you woke up in the morning period, that feeling in the summer. Oh. Walking down the street as a little kid, from as well yeah. as I can remember, for all those years, it was the coolest feeling. We didn't play football either. We never did all the things that we always wanted to do with our cars. Just standing in the street and hanging out right. was like shit. It right. was with the nothing sh- on. Right, the block was closed. The car, no That's cars. It. it was just, it was just something special. You're so right. Yeah, you get cool. the whip there or the half moon. You know, all the set. rides, of course. Yeah, dick. You're oh, a dick. Uh oh, I'll let it out. <laughs> All right, my number three. So this is something I'm g- completely guilty of it now. I, I would never do this, and I if it happens to me, I'm not doing it. And even when I lived next down the block from Ernie, it would happen all the time. Just being able to go call for your friends, ring the doorbell of your friend's house on a whim. Just being able to, hey, what do you, you want to do? I don't know. You want to go call for uh, Johnny? Yeah, let's see if he's home can't do that now you gotta text and you gotta call hey dude are you around are you yeah come by next tuesday at 6 30 i think i'll be available we would never do that we would just walk around the neighborhood and ring people's bells and find out see i mean i know ernie still does this but nobody else is gonna say this there's somebody on this call who still does it well i remember i used to live down the block from ernie where he lives now in, in brooklyn and Ernie would call, ring, ring my bell, and I would, I'd be, my balcony would be there, and I, I would, I would shut the light off. 
And Ernie, yeah. Ernie be like, yeah, Joe, I said, are you home? I said, the light just went off. Are you still there? Nobody's the over only, Ernie. <laughs> the only person that stops over more than Ernie is the Amazon driver. Okay. That's <laughs> all I say. No, but I love you just can't do it anymore. Nobody wants oh. it. You know, Matt, Matt, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco has yes. this great it's skin on it. It's, yeah. you know, oh, when the doorbell, great, if the doorbell rings in my house, it's the, it's the truth. Everyone hits we the got floor. Pe- we got people. Oh, what are you <laughs> doing people. here? Come in. I thought I'd stop by. I was in the neighborhood. Oh, <laughs> look who's here. Get the Entenmans. Get the Entenmans. For co- it's for company. You know, he he's just nails that whole. Oh, but it's you know, he, spot he, didn't on. Grow, he didn't grow up in Brooklyn, but like that whole that whole culture. No, I grew up in Chicago, though. <laughs> but no, but I mean, like the whole culture is, is yeah. very yeah. similar, probably. And that's why he's so funny, because everybody. Very like he's like, all the things nowadays, yeah. go ball goes, everyone, get down. Get down. <laughs> Turn off the lights. <laughs> my wife, the the doorbell rang the other day. My wife is literally the, before the doorbell rang. She she it rang. She's about to look out because she hears a car. She opens the shade, and someone's walking up. She he's on the porch already, about to ring the bell. She goes and shuts the shades. <laughs> he sees you there. He knows you're there. What are you doing? <laughs> Doesn't matter. You might as well just leave the shades open at that point. What's the difference? Right. (laughs) There was one. There was one day we all get out of the car, and we walk into the house, and someone wants somebody to sign something. They clearly see four of us walk into the house. We shut the door. We lock it. He rings the bell. No answer. Don't answer. (laughs) (laughs) Like this. Light's still not on yet. It was. And and as he's as he's ringing the bell, my son is pulling the shades. <laughs> the shades the are coming. <laughs> like this. <laughs> we we were hysterical laughing, and it's so true with not wanting to answer the door. But I tell you, one day I'm sitting on my couch, and the and he scares the hell because literally I have a front porch and there's this window. The curtains open. I'm sitting on the couch watching the show. It's loud. And he knocked on the window like that. It's it, it scared the shit out of me. I was jumped off. I was fell on the floor. Like I don't expect it. And and one day, he just doesn't even knock. He's just standing there with his hands on his hips. And I go, Is someone outside. And my son goes, It's Ernie. I go, What? He goes, It's Ernie. I said, That's not Ernie. It's Ernie. <laughs> No, but I think I think cell phones have a is a is the problem. Cell phones now, if you're coming, if you're going driving over to somebody's house or walking over to somebody's house, you have your phone. You're calling them first. You didn't have that as a kid or back in the '80s and '90s. You didn't have that. You'd have to leave a thing. Of course, you. (laughs) Oh, you're already. Chances are, you're not just leaving your house going someplace random. If you're out already. And you're near someone else's house. You go, oh, there's blah blah blah's house. Let's go see. Let's go ring. Let's go call for him. See if he's home, right? Well, there was there was a small time where I tried it like that with Billy, where I would uh, try to call. Hey, listen, is it okay if I come over? There was always a reason for me not to yeah. come over, <laughs> so I stopped doing that. Sorry, I'm letting my shoelaces dry. You can't. You can't come over today. <laughs> Very busy, Ernie. Very busy. I'm washing my shoelaces. I got to get them out of the dryer at the exact right time, or the edges will crack. Try me so next I, week. Sorry, 
the movie, well, the movie I, just, I just show up. I'll see you soon. Ernie, you inspired the movie Cable Guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, let's go. What do we got? Uh, drunk. Big what head, back to? to you. Number two. What are we up to? Number two. Um, so this is like not maybe not a neighborhood thing, but I guess like a cultural thing when you're growing up. But you know, you always wanted to get a a, a nice pair of sneakers. And not like today, people always seem to get the same pairs of sneakers. Like there wasn't this options. And I always remember like at the time they had these blue Pumas, these blue suede Pumas. And I I, I had to get a pair, right? Everybody had them. And my mother wouldn't buy them for me. I'm begging my aunts and uncles, oh, please, I just want the blue suede Pumas. Like, so the whole family chips in. <laughs> <laughs> they have like a, they have like a GoFundMe uh, back in the 1970s, the 80s or whatever to get me a pair of blue suede Pumas. And I remember I was so excited. I got them. I put them on. I got my white socks. I'm like, you know, and other people had them. Like I said, it was just like, if you tell somebody about them and then, and then I take my shoes off, my feet are blue, right? The, the dye would, the dye would go through the sock and you would turn your fleet blue. So I'm telling my kids, they love sneakers. It's like their big thing. You know, they got like 80 pairs of sneakers. And I'm telling them about these Pumas and they're like, they looked them up and they're like, oh my God, you wore those things? Like I, I get abused. <laughs> you know, they're like making fun of me. And then my, my friend comes over <clears throat> and I said, oh, I was just telling the boys about the blue Pumas. And the first words out of his mouth were, yeah, you remember how they died? They turned your feet blue? And the kids started <laughs> hysterical laughing because that was like the, that was like the thing that now, now it's not, you know. Any they were like, if, correct me, were they like baby blue? No, it was like a like a, you know, it was like a royal. A it was a royal. They came in different colors, but I like the blue. It was like a royal. Yeah, blue. they were like a greenish blue from what I remember. Like a, yeah, and, a popular and, one. And no matter when they were brand new. And it just goes to show you like how they really didn't care about quality. Like if you buy anything today and like say you bought a suit and after you wear it, you're blue. Because right? <laughs> the dye just came through the suit. Like they didn't even care. Like, no, you know, I probably have ink poisoning. And, and and now that I'm older, I get some numbness in my feet. And I wonder, was it because of the blue pumas? Like they just like they the, 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 the die. Yeah, maybe you have a lawsuit on the yeah, I mean they got a lawsuit yeah. through the pumas. Yeah, it's gonna be up there with talcum powder. Unbelievable. Just to kind of hold on a second. Just I don't know if we've touched on this yet. We touched on it before we hit record. For anyone who th- who's watching this and thinks, because I've been we've been drinking, obviously, <laughs> Billy's playground shirt is printed <laughs> like that. Don't think your eyesight is going. Billy has a a, a bad printing of our world famous playground shirt. Somehow Amazon printed it's, the back on the front as well. Look, it's got all the dates on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I keep on going out because I have the filter. But... Very valuable. People right now. There was a um a great skit that Andy um what, what was his name? Who was the Locker did? What was Locker's name? Andy Kaufman? Yeah. He yeah, did a yeah. special where in the middle of the special, he just had, you know, when the TV goes out, he just put the snow on the TV for like for like five minutes. Right. So he said, <laughs> it'll be the greatest joke. Right. So that's what happened. It was like sort of like the Sopranos, right? The end of the Sopranos series, everybody thought their TV broke. I remember Carmine yeah. calling me. Did your cable go out? <laughs> I was like, "What?" He goes, "Your cable went out." I know why. He goes, "That was it. <laughs> That's how it ends." You know, 
but yeah, this this is our optical illusion. At this, this it, it's getting it's getting worse as I'm drinking. <laughs> Come on, uh, Doc. Billy, what was that committee? Who was that committee you like, Billy, growing up? Fuck you! It's an illusion. <laughs> you still love that guy. There's so many gaming with that. Fuck you. You might have to do a show on that, Joe, like comedians, because there's so oh, many. Did we do that? We haven't done that, right? That's a good one. There's different categories, yeah. No. Come on, Doc. Number two. Number two. Well, the little mobile rise that used to go down the block as a kid. Oh, there it is. You had the uh, the half moon. I believe there was a saucer. Of course. I believe. But the dreaded whip. Yeah. Oh, the whip. That was terrifying. You would but go. Wait, was the whip one, one of the drive around ones? The what? what was this? Uh, yeah, it just went around in yeah. a circle, but it yeah, whipped yeah. It. it. went around in a circle, but it would go 1.5 miles an hour, if that. Yeah. And then go three miles an hour. <laughs> three miles an hour. 1.5. That's why you pulled the whip. The funny thing about it was. It really wasn't that big, but when you were that little and you were on it, of course, it I would take like everything else. The, it's like everything the, else, I go back. I go back to the old block. I thought it. I thought there was a hundred houses on one side of the house. I go back I, on one side of the block. I, I look now. It's like I, I think I could throw a football from one side. To, you can almost touch park. both sides of the street like, if you stand in the middle of the street. You can almost touch both sides. I know it's crazy that we used to actually. You know I, I that was, was all world. That, I mean. That was our whole world back then. The half moon that would come around my block. It was it was called the King Kong for some reason. <laughs> there you go. Uh -oh. Now you did it. But now I mean, you, now I you like did it. I'm going to go out moon. tonight in the city. <laughs> you read about me tomorrow morning. Anyway. The half moon to me was the funnest one out of all those. Oh, the whip was pretty good, but it didn't come around. I don't recall. As we got older, the whip. That. As we got older, the whip. You moved on to the half moon. And the funny thing about the half moon is watching the guy try to stop it, right? Because he would like annually, <laughs> annually, he, he'd have to grab onto it to stop Can it. Can you I mean, imagine one of those rides coming around your block right now and no, letting letting your kids go on? There'd be a lawsuit today. Of course, no no one be allowed. No insurance company in their right mind would go here. Take a half moon thing, put it on the back of a truck, ride to the neighborhood, and get those small here. Give them minimum wage. No, nope. no I put little kids in it and, it, and watch the parents watch it and go, ha 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 ha, it's nope. gonna happen. Uh, Wait, Ernie, little, Ernie. Little, little, little kids any age without their parents for a quarter. <laughs> yes, right. You didn't, right. When kids went on, you didn't have to say, oh, well, where's your parent, little, little boy, little girl? No. He, oh, go right on. Go on. Yeah, go, you go no, up to the it, top. It was, go ahead. It was get on a half moon, Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> Not even checking the age, the age of the kids, any age. <laughs> like a 16-year-old driving the truck. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I threw a baby in there in a carrier that was on, that was on, a, that was on the front seat. <laughs> Those things, are, oh my God, Jesus. Oh, by the way, there was no carriers back then. <laughs> no, good point. No, 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 uh, right, no car mommy seats was, and all that and stuff, right? The carriers. <laughs> were there car seats when we were kids? No way, right? No. 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 Yeah, your mom's lap. <laughs> That's your car seat. <laughs> I would sit on the little hump in the at, in the back seat, whatever. Yeah. For in the if you were in the station, when you had that little I bump. My, I think my father put me on a dashboard. I was watching. Uh, <laughs> Keep an eye on me. 
He's like, I was watching an episode. Your wise ass to kick. I was like this. He put me out of the back seat. Put me on the desk. <laughs> That's on his way to the ball. On his way to the ball. Wait, wedged you in. You were safe. I I remember an episode of the Brady Bunch, right? They had that station wagon with the back. There's nine of them, right? So they all get in. There's four in the middle, and Cindy is sitting on Mrs. Brady's lap as she's driving the car. So, needless to say, and Alice was in the back, the facing window. So when the car got rear-ended, she went right into. <laughs> Come on, Ernie. What do you got? Number two. That, your limbs disappear. It's spooky. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to change my number two and my number one around because I don't want to ruin it. Uh, my number two is now the Flatbush bar scene. Oh, uh, boy. It's the first thing Billy mentioned. It. Um, well, Aaron, I don't want to break this to you, but I call Colleen and I have her look at your picks and she gives them to me so I can beat you. <laughs> that would be epic. Oh, my God. <laughs> the amazing way you get these days with $15 and 75 cents. <laughs> You forgot to mention bench warmers, Bill. Oh, that was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, that, that was, was on Quentin, right? Yeah, yep. <clears throat> that was the that was one of the that bar was so fun. I mean, I it, love it the was, it was a them. big bar. You know what I mean? Other bars dude. were kind of compact. That was a huge bar. Sports there was bar so, too. There was Yo, so you remember that we used to play softball and then run yeah, up there. Of course. What and is that? The corner the, of thirty sixth. Yep. Yep, they had, they the, had bubble, the bubble hockey. Yes, the bubble hockey. They had oh. the real bubble hockey, Joe, not the fake one that Babbles had. Oh, that's not real. Of course not. <laughs> that is the greatest game of all time. <laughs> yeah, Ernie. Babbles has it in his bubble hockey thing. Ernie, no, Babbles Ernie has just a cheap knockoff like that he got from Wayfair or something. Uh, he, when he, one night, you don't remember that? What he did? <laughs> Tom, you don't remember really? that? He goes over, he goes, go along with me, go along with me. He comes up, he goes, and, 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 one of one of Joe's friends was like, "You guys are such ball busts." Like, he comes up and he goes, "Go along with me, go along." With me. He goes, "Babs," he always starts off with Babs, right? Babs, you know, I was looking at that game and something a little off. And he goes, "What?" He goes, "The Russian red doesn't look right. <laughs> the red looks a little off. I don't think that's the real game." I don't, and you know, you know, Joe. Joe's like that. Course, that's the real game. And he goes, Bill, what do you think? <laughs> oh, we go. You know, you might have something there. And that was just like infuriating. He was looking for the oh. receipt. You know, the the, the certificate of authenticity. Oh, amazing. <laughs> uh, it was so funny. <laughs> and then, and then later on, I got a certificate. Putin himself signed off on. Joe, Joe had a you know beautiful backyard. This nice TV. And his neighbor has their light on in the back, and it's like on the corner of the TV, and the lights there. And Joey's sitting there, goes, "Babs, you go tell your neighbor to turn that light off." I got a glare on the TV, Babs. What are we doing here? It's wrong. How, how do you even? We're you got a BB gun or something? We could take that out. <laughs> We're eating steaks. I'm, I'm complaining about the glare. That's, that's <laughs> he goes crazy. <laughs> All right, my, my number two is easy. This is this is chubby me in the neighborhood back in the day. I miss and and today's it's getting ridiculous. I went the other day to to a pizzeria. I miss dollar slices or even more. I think I used to get a slice and a coke for a dollar. Never mind dollar slices. Yeah, pizza now is three fifty a slice, a plain slice. It's the far is five bucks a slice. It's awful, that one's worth it. Um, they're on Uber. I work, in down, I work in downtown Brooklyn, and they just closed down the last one dollar slice place. 
Yeah, but the dollars, the, the ones that advertise, those not are like, yeah, that's like Domino's. That's not real good. But I'm talking about the neighborhood pizzerias. Yeah. And I know it's inflation and all that stuff, but it's still different. Back in the day as a kid, you you had a dollar on you. You could go in and get a meal for, for a, you'd get a soda and a, and a slice and you'd be ready to go. Now, you, you send your kid with $10 to the pizzeria, you can't even eat. No, and like one pizzeria by <laughs> get us. Out, get out of here, how $10. Much, how, much, how much do kids eat, Joe? No. <laughs> $10, get out of here. Get out of here. I'll give you a crust. It's like a pizzeria by us. They didn't change the price, but the pizza got spoiled. <laughs> the slice is like this. That's I can eat it with that's That's what you got to watch now yeah. during this COVID yeah. thing. They're cutting down on the amount, the qu the quantity as opposed to the quality. It's amazing. Right. And it's keep funny. An eye on the ounces on everything you buy. Yeah. Joke. Yeah, Joe, I'm, I'm right there. Um, uh, it was one of my honorable mentions. Really? I'll just out there because I had two. Not really, but it deals with a pizzeria. What happened to pizzerias with Italian ices in it? Oh, my God. You're so right. Yeah. Nobody He's has the ices. No, you don't have In the summer. They reach behind and scoop out the rainbow white, the lemon, Quentin, and chocolate. Quentin Pizza still what, has now, two, two different entities now. Now I gotta go to a like a uh, Ralph's Ices or you know Uncle what's <laughs> Uncle Uncle Louis near you right Aaron? we used to go. But these but it's a pain in the ass. The pizzeria is always queen had the on ice. Utica, right? Ices Queen on Utica. Quentin Quentin, Quentin Road. Road. Quentin there. Road still has the ices. Tom, no way, to, Jerry. Yeah. Tom, we used to get the big bucket of rainbow ice and put vodka in it. Remember? I don't remember that. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I do not recall, Senator. <laughs> All right, let's no have the game we used to play, Joey. What was the game? Uh-oh. With the uh, army? The army guys? Oh, Captain Chaos? Captain Chaos. Of course. <laughs> with Dave. We did that one with Dave. That stint. It was it was absolute we chaos. To get, yeah, we decided. We're gonna get a giant magnum of vodka <laughs> and go to Ice's Queen and get rainbow ice. The full tub. We'd, we'd get the full tub with the scoop. And God knows how much sugar is oh, going to our it. body that night. Good for a hangover. Scoop, scoop. It's like, forget it. Anyway, All right, let's go to our number ones. Let's the days. Let me recap, Billy, what you got. So, number five. The bars in the neighborhood on Flatbush, especially gone. Number four, the old playgrounds with the metal swings and the metal slides. Number three, Dick's wait, wait, Deli. Wait, he misses that because he wants his kids to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Dick's in Deli, all the the local deli, missing the local deli. Number two, new sneakers, especially the blue Pumas. <laughs> and your number one thing you miss about the old neighborhood. They're still around. It's not the same interaction. The ice cream man. Oh, yeah. Like we had Eddie, the ice cream man. I when I lived on 38th Street, I forget the guy that was over by by us. And my cousin's block was around the corner. There was a guy, Saul. But you knew the guy right now. I don't even know who's coming. Of course. <laughs> it's like a different guy every week driving the ice cream truck. You know, he's, get screened. he's not allowed to come to your neighborhood to deal with the kids unless you get screened. Yeah. But, you know, but, but he, yeah, he got arrested every time. Right. But they, they, they would pull over and they were there for a while. It wasn't like they just hit right. and ran, you know, and it's almost and like he, those guys had their own territory too. Yeah. They knew, could, but he could tell what you, you're going to have another, uh, 
you know, ice cream soda. Right. You know, you want to shake. Remembers, like he right. knew what you wanted and he knew your name. And, you know, like all the kids would come up. He knew everybody and say hello. Now, like I said, I, I don't even know who's bringing the ice cream. And we it's would like, always have two, but we, you know, we'd always have the same guys, but there'd always be two different ones. We'd have Mr. Softy. Yeah. And Goodyear, right? Goodyear? Good humor. Good humor. Good humor. You got tires? Here we go, kids. This is a radio. <laughs> the worst. Here's the worst. I remember, you know, he's in a bomb pop and a tire. <laughs> Enjoy that, kid. With this coming, here's the old seasons. You'd hear that ice cream man bell and lose your mind, but every once yeah. in a while you'd get tricked. And this thing is not around anymore. The freaking knife sharpener guy would be yes. coming around, right? Yes. And you would get tricked by the knife sharpener guy. Which I don't even how the hell what, oh, did anyone ever use the knife good, sharpener Joey. guy? Yeah, the uh, yeah. serial killer down the block loved the knife sharpener guy. Yeah, it was not only that; it was uh, not only knife sharpening. It was the 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 the, the old lawn mowers. Yeah, he was at the push, yes. and they go, and they, he would sharpen that. Yes, the shears that you know they used to use. But then, the bell, would, the bell would be significantly different. It would be ding. It would be different, but quickly you'd you'd think it was the ice cream and you go, whoa, whoa, ah, fucking bell sharpener, uh, the uh, knife like sharpener guy. It's like Kids, grab the knives. Hurry up, he's leaving. Grab the knives. Joe, get these get these sharpened. Me, mom's throwing the knives down to everyone. Dad, I'm all cut up. The knives are sharp. I used to come back in the house holding knives and ice cream. And I didn't want to make two trips. No, but the I, I mean we I still have an ice cream man in my neighborhood, but you're so right. It's it's days and days and days before I hear him again. You know, back in the day, that ice cream man would oh you'd hear him two, three, four, five times a day coming down your block. But like I said, like the, uh, you had to know the difference between live wire cowbell. And blew out, blew out the cow, cow bell. <laughs> you had to train your ears to it. You had to know what was going Wait, on. That, hold on. Shh, shh. Yep, it's Mr. Softy. Yeah, he's six blocks away. Get ready. Make some money. Go through the couch. And I remember, I remember running barefoot, top speed. My feet were burning. Top speed for the ice cream man. Top speed. Le leaping over a car like, like Bo Duke. <laughs> Pennsylvania, they got a truck that goes through and they uh they clean your weapons. Do they really? I believe it. No. Like I wonder, like, you know, that's an interesting thing you brought up, Joe, about the knife sharpening guy. Like, I wonder how he did. Like, did he make any money? Like, like, like this, like this is a truck from the 30s that he won in a card game and he I mean, decided to look, go see if he could make well, some money off of it. What happened look, was it was good in our neighborhood when we went up to Harlem. The weapons that were they were they were sharpening turned out to be later weapon like weapons. <laughs> they probably got shut down. I mean, looking back, there were so many places of business, including probably the knife sharpening guy, that were fronts for other things. There's no way oh. these business, the freaking shoemaker, the shoemaker <laughs> hit his day without a doubt. No, there's if no chance soul, anyone ever got whole, shoes repaired. Put the whole soul on the bottom of your favorite shoe. A whole soul takes 20, come back in 24 hours. He goes, that'd be $2. <laughs> <laughs> you go, know, how is that possible? <laughs> new laces. The laces are $8. You don't want to wait. New laces are $8. But you just sewed a whole soul yeah. in the bottom of my shoe. Right. So you've got a good idea then. You know, if you want to launder some money, 
Just get one of those knife sharpening trucks. Knife you don't know how many knives I sharpened this week. It's unbelievable. That's what I'm doing. I'm driving. I'm Ernie, let's chip in. We'll buy a knife sharpening truck. We'll drive. Yo, how many road. people viewed? How many people have viewed this? Uh, your top five now, altogether. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know Seven. if it's the same. I don't know if it's the same Seven. people over and over again. Ernie, I think we average we average about twenty five hundred listeners a week, somewhere around that area. No, there's going to be about twenty five hundred new trucks. <laughs> knife sharpening <laughs> truck and you're right billy the trucks always looked like they were from like the 30s yeah it looked like it was in the godfather like that's the, that's how they launched hey godfather i got a knife sharpening business i need some hey, help. hey hey keep it down give me a shears get in the back of the truck <laughs> great one billy all right doc you're number one let's recap what you got number five Still this, might be the pick of the night. This is the greatest topic or greatest thing I've ever heard anybody say. Number five, playing with escaped mental patients. <laughs> <laughs> you know how crazy that sounds? But it's true. I know it. <laughs> I, had the Saints. I, had the Saints. A, I had a house on my block that was, we still don't know to this day what it was, but it was some kind of home for like special people and stuff. And there was always <laughs> people wandering in and out, you know. All right, number five, playing with escaped mental patients. Number four, street sports, of course. Number three, block parties. Number two, the mobile rides that would come around. Number one, Doc, most thing you missed about the neighborhood. No, Joe, you had touched on it a little bit, but I never thought in my lifetime there'd be no toy stores. And that goes... Not only our neighborhood, you brought up Reds on yeah. Utica. Mm -hmm. You brought up Red in Mill Basin and Toys R Us on, on uh, it's depressing. Yeah. I never thought, I mean, to not be able to go into a toy store is robbing every child. Oh, yeah. Of, visual, of just being able to, and every adult that does Christmas shopping that brings them back to their childhood yeah. that can touch things and, and see things. And I hope they bring it back and hope something changes because this is something. That if you would have told me, never, never, right. it, it, it's just a bad marketing scheme. It can never happen. Right. People so, need to toys. As if a you kid, bring a kid into Toys R Us, what happens? Lose their mind. If someone told you as a kid, can you, you want to invest in Toys R Us, you, you'd be like, oh my, this is the best business in the world to invest in because every kid needs Toys R Us forever and you lose your mind. But I mean, kids have a little piece of it today. When my kids go to Target or Walmart or even a drugstore, they're always diving to the toy aisle. It's the same yeah, way. They but, expanded but after they, it, they, they, they took it on a little bit. It's just on a much lesser scale. You go to oh Toys R Us as a kid, it was an event. Uh, Saturdays, well, if, I, if I knew we were going to Toys R Us, I would look forward to it for too? a week. Wasn't there right. a Play World too? Yeah, sure. That was like the competitor with Toys R Us? Uh, was when, it um, Play World? I is it Play World? What was it was K&B Toy and Hobby. That was a smaller chain, but the um, there was Play World or something like that. Anyway, you compete with Toys R Us, giant stores in Jersey and stuff. I think I don't know. Well, I remember. I remember when it was closing. My youngest son said he was a little older, but he goes, "I feel bad." I go, "Why do you feel bad for?" It goes, "Because now when kids do something good, there's nowhere to take them." Right. It's so <clears> true. <throat> right. And if and, you, if and you, the, son, if you do this to me, I'll take you to yeah. Toys R Us next week. Right. Yeah, my son pooped on the potty because he got a trip to Toys R Us. I mean, it was, we, we had to see, we had to run out immediately. It was like, That's so oh, cool. shit, he, it was like this, hey, shit, let's go to Toys R Us. 
when I, when I got my promotion, my family took me to the bar. <laughs> well, that's like your Toys R Us. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, and it, but what it, what it was is it was just toys. You go to Target. Right. It's not right. Just, Mom is all oh, right. Mom you know? will be like, oh, you know, yes, you can look at the toys five minutes because I got to go do this and I got to go get right. the new right. Cuisinart freaking stir fryer and blah, 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 whatever. Toys R Us was strictly for the kids. There was no other shopping going on. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that it was the best time going Christmas shopping for your kids. Yeah. To relive yeah. All those toys and those games that you grew up with and that you want to give them a little part of your You're right. past. You're right. And, and it was it was so much fun, Chris. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to go to Toys R Us to go Although, to shopping. I had an incident there once. It wasn't very pretty, but I don't know if I should get into it or not. Uh-oh. But Joey used to kill Star Wars figures. Now, so I, I I had um I had a coupon. I had a coupon that I got in the mail that it worked with my Toys R Us credit card. And Leanne was away, and I'm like, that's when we went to Toys R Us when she was gone, right? We overspent, we'd come home with stuff, and she'd come back. Why does it look like there's more toys here? I don't know. Yeah, it's the oh, same no. toys. They haven't really played. So we're waiting online. I have a 25% off coupon. I let them get what they want. And the lady takes my Toys R Us badge and goes, doot, doot. Oh, it's not working, sir. The system's down. So what does that mean? Well, we can't give you your coupon. I said, what do you mean you can't give me the coupon? It's right here. I said, I said the lady was, oh no, I can't scan it. I was like, get the manager over here. Get the manager over here. I go like that. The manager comes over and she starts going, What the heck? You know, she's like, Oh, sorry, sir, I can't do it. I know you got the code. You can put the code in and give me 25% off. And Why you put telling, a gun to her head? Right? Open the so, tape. Open the safe. That's what I'm, so, so I'm getting more and more aggravated, right? They have the code. She could give me the 25% off. But, sir, the thing don't work. I don't really care that it doesn't work, right? I start going nuts, and then I lose it, and I just start screaming, this place a rip-off! No, don't buy anything from here! Right? I go crazy. My kids are like, like my kids are like, I go, don't worry, kids. We're going to buy something from Amazon, and we'll get twice the stuff, right? And so I'm walking out the door. You are and a I, lunatic. I was a lunatic that day. I get in the car with my son. That day, no. Once a lunatic, always a lunatic. Yes. Always my, son, my son, my son, my son. Escaped rental we, patient. We get in the car, and I'm pleading him to go, guys. You 25 cents? Can you sing, Bill? Yeah. You, are, you are a Karen. I'm a, no, well, they deserved it. Honestly, they could have put the code in. I get in the car, and I'm yelling, they're robbing us. They're robbing us. And my son, my son sits down in the car and he goes, Dad. Should I call 911? <laughs> I go, what? I go, what are you? I'm like, this, what are you talking about? I goes, well, they robbed us. <laughs> Amazing. So, long story short, <laughs> I said, guys, it might take a day to get, but we're gonna get twice the amount of stuff from Amazon. Well, well, <laughs> I know why, I know why Toys R Us closed. <laughs> exactly. I was just gonna say it. <laughs> they had a higher extra security. <laughs> All right, Ernie. Yeah, Bill, you should have wrote a letter like Ernie said. Oh, wait till I tell you about my Disney story. Oh, no. (laughs) Come on, Ernie. Number one, here we go. Let's recap what you got. Number five, discovering albums at Zigzags. Number four, little pickup softball game at Marine Park. Number three, Sunday handball. 
Number two, same as Billy, the Flatbush Bars. Number one, Ernie, you miss most about the neighborhood. You guys are not even going to know what I'm talking about, but um, when, when you, <laughs> I wish Carmine was here. Uh, but, but let's face it, when we're little, Christmas is a big deal because of the toys. But when you're a teenager, Christmas really is no big deal. There's nothing you could get. Nothing you could get really for a teenage boy. But I had something. When I was working in Macy's, all year long, boring job. But right around Christmas time, beginning of December, suddenly hundreds and hundreds of girls would be hired <laughs> for only one month. And they called it Christmas help. And it happened every year. <sighs> Wait, is, is there, are we straying off this topic to sexual fantasies or I thought Ernie, this was old neighborhood things that have changed. Ernie's number one, <laughs> Christmas help. <laughs> That's extremes. Playing with mental patients and Christmas help. Christmas help isn't it? It really was Christmas time. I I want uh, no, no, I want it, Ernie. So give, give me an example. So you're working, you know it's you know December fifteenth now, whatever whatever the day the new help comes in. Are you dressed up this day? You got the gut sucked in. What do you got a haircut? <laughs> like a new cologne. <laughs> Look how he throws. Look, living things up. <laughs> By department. Yeah. Amazing. Oh my god. Here comes the Christmas. Oh, let me help you. I heard Ernie. Ernie gets a part-time job at Macy's now. <laughs> December fourteenth. Every, every Christmas. <laughs> what is it? This is turning to sexual fantasies. Top five sexual fantasies. This is right back to the mud pies, Ernie. <laughs> oh my god! What the hell? Oh. Uh, god, Christmas help! Ho ho no. ho! <laughs> I can't wait to hear his honorable mention. <laughs> Wait, this is going. <laughs> I like I like to go in the dressing rooms and watch the girls get dressed. The older <laughs> women and watch them get dressed. <laughs> uh, Christmas help, Ernie. This is Whoa. awesome. Amazing. Ernie, you keep freezing. Are you still on your hotspot? Yeah, I don't know why it's doing that. He's missing Christmas help. Yeah. <laughs> oh, incredible. I could just Next see episode, Ernie, Ernie and Macy's. Top five. Top five. Fantasies, sexual fantasies. <laughs> Not for nothing. I don't think you'll ever hear again. Number five, playing with mental patients. You'll never hear that. Ever. That might have been the first time that was ever said. Ever. That's that sentence right. has never been said. But before, up there, right. number two is working for Macy's and hiring young girls. Hundreds of young girls. Hundreds of young girls. <laughs> you went from mental patients to sexual appetite. Only Carmine would uh. understand it, though. <laughs> All right, so my number one, let me recap what I got. So number five, eggs and shaving cream on Halloween. Number four, all the local shops closing down and giving away to chains. Number four, just showing up at your friend's house to call for them to see if they were home unexpected. Number two. That better? That's better. Dollar pizza. Number one, so my original number one was going to the record store for just hours and just looking at records and finding a new record and stuff like that but i'm gonna i'm gonna change it up because we talked about it already something i that i, I just assumed you guys were gonna have and no one had it 
hanging out either at the arcade or at a local candy store playing video games. I mean, I used to live at these places. Buddies on uh, Flappish Avenue. Buddies had the candy store and the little the little uh, playground on the other side, the little amusement park on the mm. other side. What was it? Buddies and Buddies Amusement Park or Buddies and something else, right? No, it was Buddies, I think. I only know uh, it as Buddies. It was down, it was on Knapp Street. Yeah, but it was right Originally. off of, right off of Flap. You can see it. Right, but it went from Knapp Street and that turned out into a Burger King, I believe, and then it moved it up to Flatbush. Oh, I don't remember we it on Knapp Street. I, 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 don't, I, only, rem- was, I only remember it on There was on something on, there was something on Knapp Street, Tom, you're right, but Buddies, I think, was always it was the same place. They moved it, they moved it from there to to where he's talking about. Next again, to Burger King. Not right next to Burger King. Not even Buddies. Is, I'm talking about any just yeah. every every little candy store always had at least two machines in the back of the store. And I would just live there. Live I would live in the candy store the whole day, playing games, grabbing a quarter drink, mm-hmm. grabbing grabbing some gum or whatever it is, and you you and your friends would just sit there for five, six, seven hours and play video games. It was insane. Yeah. And you what used to that? get so good, you'd play one quarter. There was no time limits like it is today. You could play on a quarter. You could play for half an hour. Especially Pac-Man if you were good oh, at it. Oh, forget it. it. Let Tom, me ask you a question. Back, back, then, could, back then, could you put... Because I used to love the game Eagle, and that was in a luncheon. Yeah. But, but could Eagle you put an extra game. quarter to extend right. the game? I don't believe so, right? Back then? I, I don't think not Pac-Man. I don't remember games no, back then having the extra quarter. No, we were you remember an extra quarter to extend the game. I don't think that came until later. I don't later. think so either. Right? And people would put their quarters up on oh, the game. All the quarters would be lined oh, up all on that machine. And one time you get mad, though, all the quarters would shift or fall <laughs> off the machine. <laughs> Tom, what was Damn, that one? Anyway, what was the line? Right on the screen. That's so cool. And all the quarters look the same. Right. How do you know whose yeah. quarters were whose? <laughs> How do you know? I'm next. Those are my quarters. quarters. Yeah, right. That <laughs> was, was Ernie's chance to make some money. <laughs> He'd knock the quarters off. Oh, there's only three now. <laughs> what was the luncheonette's name, Tom? I remember that luncheonette. No, it, was pretty luncheonette I, it was pretty big. I like it. We used to torture them in the sixth grade before we went over to Maple Junior High School. Yeah. We go in there, knock on the door, you answer it. We had like fifteen kids with rubber bands. We'd shoot them in the face and we'd run. <laughs> and then he'd go down to the principal, and then we all get called in the principal's office, and he couldn't identify us. But yeah, but the eagle, eagle was great. Uh, Galactia, Galaxian, I think was good in that. I but I remember thing. the eagle. I like. I, like... I don't know eagle. Yeah, Eagles when you go get the mother ship. You join the ships together, and finally, at the end, kind of like Galacta, Galactica, they come down at you, but at the end, the mothership, you get to blow apart the bottom of it to get to the, whatever. Look it up. I, it's hard to describe. <laughs> describe I mean, a Navy video game. I like pinball, pinball machines. I always had fun playing pinball machines. That luncheonette had a lot of stuff in it, not just food, you know. That's some good shit. Crazy yeah. Climber was great. There was a chick. Joe, you might know yeah. this. You might. Across from PS222, next to... um. Wax art or uh, bow wax. There was a, okay. a, yeah, it moved down where the funeral home was now, a Marine Park funeral home. But next to it from PS222, there was a chicken and uh, like a chicken and rib place. Chicken and galore? Climbing. Chicken galore or something, right? One of those places? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chicken delight. Chicken galore, yeah. yeah. 
And I mm. fell in love with Crazy Climate, but then Eddie Romeo, because he had in television, got Beauty and the Beast, which was the same thing, climbing right. up the building. Right. But you used to go like this, <clears throat> do joysticks and go over. Yeah, it was, it was the coolest game in the world. I used to love it. This was good, boys. Again, my favorite thing about this show is is reminiscing about stuff like this. So many little things, the block parties. I totally forgot about the the obviously the the escape mental patients. I I didn't think of. <laughs> the nice, the entertaining ones. <laughs> the uh, the Christmas help. You know all this stuff you don't think of when you when you're coming up with your own list. I was having a hard time coming up with a lot of a lot of picks. I, I did too. Yeah. When you guys started saying yours, everything just started flooding back. We have all those, you know, again, it's just like you said, a different time, like going to school, like you walk now, you know, even with our own kids, we don't even think about doing it. You know, you're like, what? Wait, where are you going? I I think a lot of it has to do with uh, uh, information overload about we know where every pervert lives in in, in the neighborhood now. You can easily access that. You can look up the crazy people who stay. You can look up this one. You can look up that one. If you want to catch a good show. This guy gets out on this date. Look up the crazy people. You guys were following the crazy people around. What are you talking about? You knew where they lived? Ernie, Billy, do I kid you not? Did he not have a crowd? Oh, yeah, because he sang that when he he would sing. When the Saints came marching in, he was pretty good at it. And then he would do the He was really good. He went to like this deep voice. Oh, and the Saints. Yeah, he would go. It's funny you brought that up because I forgot about him. And I thought about. When you said that, I was thinking about some of the people that walked around, like the guy that, if, remember, just laughing. He would look at a fire hydrant, go, and he would walk away. <laughs> I, mean, that's yeah, I thought it was Schaefer. I thought it was Schaefer. What, what I just, I just remember because he used to shake. He always had a Schaefer beer can in his hand. hammered. It's funny that you talk about, you know, the crazies. Um, um, Sebastian Meniscalco does that. He goes, you know, he goes, you know, when you were. You know, you were crazy. They put you in the basement, right? You know, and he does the. Uh, uh. He goes now, now with the internet, you like to dress like a baby. He goes, there's a thousand people at the Hilton that like to dress like a baby. This yeah, yeah, right. Goes, hey, used to just be in the basement by yourself in your diaper, dressed like a baby. Now you now you can find the people that are crazy as you. Yeah, yeah. Now they're yeah. filling up. Now they're filling up Hilton Hilton convention halls. Yeah, with people who dress like down the people. We like you, to dress up like a baby. You love Christmas help. You can find the people yeah, like that's, like you on the internet that also like Christmas. I don't, I don't know how that fit in, but I like it. There's probably there's probably some posting board. <laughs> best oh best places to sign up at Christmas time after the help comes in. Hot chicks. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Be All eighteen right, years old. Ernie, Ernie, you should have just ended that whole thing with, and I know they don't do that anymore because they don't want to allow that. <laughs> Come on, to be, to be 17, 18. Oh, of course. Him, 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 Corrales, and Carmine used to stand up. So. <laughs> I could just picture oh, them. Like, the beefy like, boy. Like bouncers. Yeah. The bouncers. All right, you're right. Hey, ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. Uh, I'm, oh, you I'm can't fu- come in. I'm three uh, times salesman of the month. <laughs> can I can I throw you can I throw you a, a, a pantyhose in your thigh? On a keyboard. Do you know how to sell pantyhose like I can? <laughs> well, come on. 
Corrales worked in electronics. Combine worked in men's. Oh I worked in pantyhose. Oh. Where do you think they were going to come see first? Good it sounds oh, like an odd group that would rob, rob a bank. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You know the what? I never... is going in the pantyhose section. He'd be we arrested. We made fun of Ernie for working pantyhose. He had the right idea. Yeah, Ernie sold a lot of pantyhose to uh, guys that like to rob banks. <laughs> <laughs> you got to cut. <laughs> Mikey D, you want another pair of pantyhose this week? What are you doing? Yeah, you got something to fit my head? (laughs) (laughs) All right, you maniacs. This was a good one. We're we're running a little long here tonight, but this is fun. (laughs) Great time reminiscing of all this stuff in the neighborhood. And I don't think it's just our neighborhood. I think anyone who listens to this show is going to be able to relate to 95% of this stuff. They might not have, you know, Dick's Deli, but I'm sure they had a deli, a local deli. They might not have had, you know, the Shaker Maniac, but I'm sure they had their own Maniac. So <laughs> send us your top five things you miss in your neighborhood. Send us at uh, Joey Casada at, uh, no, top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. That's top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. We're going to announce our new contest winner next week and we'll have that winner come on in the following weeks any last words boys that's it uh, send some love out to uncle steve love you buddy uncle steve our number one fan we had him on a couple weeks ago he did submit this this week's contest but he was a little late a little late all right boys this was a good one we'll see you next time